2: Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the f out of my way. Cause it's been one of those
3: days. What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing.
2: That's the name of the van, you freak.
3: Aren't you like Mr. Bean? Mrs. a burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it, use it. Don't me, Frankenstein.
0: Tape. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is never not funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo.
3: Hello everybody DDS, yes, welcome to the program episode. Boy, once again, didn't do any research on this. 2609. Yep. 2609. Welcome to the program. Day, what do we that? 40 something of the quarantine uh that we're living in, right? Or uh, as I call it, the pantsless month. Uh I don't think I put on a real pair of pants. Uh, I can't remember the last time I put pants on. I, I honestly don't. It's uh, <laughs> would you call this a, last, a pants-demic, what? Jimmy? I call it the pandemic <laughs> the pantemic, the pantemic. I uh th- that
0: right now. Do not, do yeah, not the, encourage uh, me, Elliot. That is that is a dad joke from hell that I am disagree. ashamed of. <laughs>
3: disagree i think it's a, a terrific piece of business you should be proud of it in fact it should get you back on twitter that's your opening new tweet <laughs> let's get you back out there let's get you back on the saddle with pandemic uh but i will say this uh, on the pant thing the last time i even when we went in we did the uh, the matt bronger andrea savage was that on the same day or were those two weeks in a row no i think that was the same day that's right oh no no it's bronger and holmes oh yeah And then uh, um, the next two, which was Andrea Savage and whoever, I apologize to that person for not remember who we recorded that day. Oh, Tony Thaxton. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Even both those those days, I did not wear pants. I wore a, you know, a Mack Weldon uh, lounge pant or something comfortable. And, uh, you know, obviously, over the weekend here, it's been uh, in Los Angeles. We have what they call a heat wave. And uh, so short pants, I'm still wearing a short pant today as it still is very warm out there. Uh, but luckily, the beaches are closed, but that doesn't seem to stop anybody down in Newport Beach. Uh, still hundreds of people. Let me ask you guys a question, though. Mm. All right. I'm asking a question here. Uh, and this is on on topic, yet not on topic. But yet it's, it applies to what I'm talking about. I just had a thermos full of bleach. Your thoughts?
0: <laughs> oh, this is going to be too? a short episode. <laughs> uh what's that this is gonna be a short episode
3: it's uh it's not gonna be a long one i tell you that but i tell you what uh, garen knows this because he said you too he's also had some boy that goes down smooth that is a smooth beverage (laughs) that is uh boy you 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 cut that with a little bit of bourbon and by the way if you're gonna go bleach even a guy like me 20 years sober you gotta throw some bourbon in there Mm -hmm. uh which i don't know if i ever have had bourbon i don't (laughs) i don't know if i've ever, ever had bourbon in my life maybe i had a shot of bourbon once because some guy at a club said i want to buy you a shot and i was a drunk i went you got it pal we'll be friends for a minute (laughs) um let's uh put your arm around me awkwardly and tell me how much you love my show and buy me a shot and force it down my gullet and then uh i I will count the seconds till you walk away uh and hope a lady will speak to me these are my sober my single sober uh, drunk days. not my uh now listen so here's the actual question so I know people are up in arms and people going to the beach. I get that. And I'm not. Uh, I'm also one of those people. But here's my thought. If you are going to the beach and you are staying, if everybody's staying minimum six feet, let's hope everybody stays 10 feet away and you just lay on your fucking towel and you're 10 feet away from somebody. You walk into the ocean. Maybe you you cool off. You come back to your thing. You avoid. Again, you do the same common sense stuff. Mm-hmm. What? How is that any different than walking around your neighborhood? I'm just, I'm again, making mm-hmm. conversation.
1: Not, not uh, as the as the most pedantic of us. Uh, not conceptually, logically, I, it, it, it's not that worse. The only thing I would wonder is if you're by the ocean, mm-hmm. you're more likely to have breezes. There be breeze, yeah. And so if you're, let's assume that there's a person who is not infected, who is up upwind, downwind, upwind whatever the right of
3: where you will be yes yeah
1: and you you let's say you had it you didn't know it but you still can infect somebody
3: yeah um
1: i would think that is more likely to infect that person than walking on the street between buildings and stuff but there's wind between buildings too you just don't know which direction it's going
3: well i'll tell you this there's uh, and it's a human being the wind beneath my wings And I will not tell you who that person is, but I will tell you that they are there and they do have the COVID. So it is (laughs) it is a rough time, man. It is a rough. We have not taken flight in a while, but uh, they're there under the wing I think uh, and coughing up a storm.
1: And they are hero, which, you know, is important
3: as well. Of course. The person didn't even know it. I had to tell him.
0: So that must mean they they're they work in uh, the they're a nurse or a doctor or I do food, a, in the food service, service industry or
3: tel- hey, I will business. tell you this. Speaking of that, there, there's that video. And, and I know it happens almost every day. But when the uh, the one that got me was the uh, the the collection of nurses and doctors from out of state mm. who were walking out of the New York hospital. It was their last day there. And they were walking out, <sighs> getting on the bus. And the policemen and everybody were lined up applauding them as they were walking. And I mean, we're getting a little emotional right now thinking about it. It was, boy, if you have not seen that clip, it's worth seeing because it really is like, you know, we, we throw around the word hero a lot. And we certainly do on this show because I'm everybody's. Um, <laughs> but um, it was boy, it was moving. It was really just a, and I, to be a, a to honestly be a dumb uh, galoot from the south side of Chicago. When you just see these just even the policemen. You know tearing up and clapping it just uh, you know it uh, it just was it's moving and it shows that we can in my I, i'm not on a soapbox here, i'm just talking that we can there are times where we can all come together as human mm-hmm. beings that doesn't matter what political side you're on and again i don't understand how this is political at all, all we should all be on the same side with this uh, but uh, anyway, it was very moving and you should see that. And then also go look at the uh, the shark cam from the Monterey Aquarium, because that'll uh, that's also wonderful. <laughs> OK, uh, have you guys done that yet? The uh, no. shark cam? No, Mm-mm. it is. Uh, you you think you'll go, OK, great. And then seven minutes later, you're still watching it uh, because it's like it, it's literally, uh, you know, Zen like in that you just just it's just calming to watch the the fish and the sharks swim around and uh the only thing that's jarring is every now and then it'll zoom in and then zoom out and it's not a smooth zoom it goes from <laughs> a to b and a boom boom uh but then there's also the otter cam you can look at the otter you oh, got the penguin uh the penguin cam uh which is fun so uh so i did that over the weekend that was my uh saturday <laughs> Uh, but quickly, back to the beach. point uh, got. It. I was just making conversation. I, I would never go to the beach. I don't think it's a good idea. Um, I think that any sort of a crowd is a mistake. Well, I think I think Uh, that's
0: the premise. Like what you're saying is true. If everybody stays apart, it's fine. But when you open a public beach, it's like opening a public park that's very popular. You can't you're you're sending the wrong message basically by saying, hey, here's a place where humans congregate. Go for it. Like it's 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 possible to be safe, but it's not a good idea.
4: Well, no one's going to be wearing their masks at the beach. Right, you got know? that right. You don't. are not that, supposed that's to be a bad tan, be, tan line, <laughs> right? They're not supposed to be sitting down. Although police have said they're if they if you come there with family, they're not going to bother you. Sit down, enjoy the beach. If you have kids, we're not going to make you run around with your kids. Like oh, that's yeah, so, the wait,
3: stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, so you're suggesting? I hear what you're saying. That uh, like if, if the four of us went there and we just went there for a walk, that's allowed because that's a passive activity. Yeah,
4: you're not supposed to be sitting down sunbathing and whatever. the cops are not uh, yeah the cops aren't enforcing that especially yeah. if you have families also i'm not 100 percent convinced that this, this sounds conspiracy theorist but this social distancing thing it's not it doesn't work it's when you sneeze or cough yeah. it goes further than six feet that doesn't well, that doesn't but, help but, that's just it, stuff but, to make
1: people feel better six feet is better than two feet though i, I think you would agree
3: there's well, if you that, saw all those people they are not six feet
4: apart on those right. beaches
3: they're, they're not. They no, just uh, not but that's not a conspiracy that's a, that's actual fact you well, see, well, that no, that's that true photograph but. uh but if you see that <laughs> image that the cdc put out of you know if you're you know two feet away you know versus four versus six versus just stay in your home it could you know you're getting farther away from somebody sneezing or, you know, uh, dropping a droplet on you. And again, I cannot stand the word droplet, and I can't believe I to say it. <laughs>
0: well,
4: Jimmy, a cough can travel as fast as 50 miles an hour and expel almost 3,000 droplets.
1: So a you're sneeze, really trying to get on Jimmy's good side there with all the droplet talk.
4: A sneeze can travel up to 100 miles per hour and create upwards of a hundred thousand droplets. All right,
0: but, but but you have to think about the load. You know, if you're outside, if you're moving, the 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 odds wind of wind resistance. Yeah, everything happening. If you're yes, if you're in a if you're in an enclosed room and somebody coughs or sneezes seven feet from you, that's probably not great. Uh, it, it you could be okay or you could not be okay. But uh, outdoors with with wind and movement, you know, whatever you're doing. If you're on a walk i think the the premise is that six feet gives you a, enough of a a buffer to not be uh in realistic danger of getting anything
4: yeah i i don't buy that and that's why i don't leave the
1: house well, and that's your choice
3: stay locked in garen we're gonna am, why don't you just join q and be done with it <laughs> yeah. they're too crazy for me yeah, yeah, but you're, you're, you're getting close, there, brother. You're, you're getting, getting closer because I don't closer. think six
4: feet is far enough away. Absolutely I, not.
3: I will bring the scroll of your conspiracy theories out <laughs> if you like me to. This is just—I'm just adding to the list of things that uh, you feel are. Uh, I am in, pretty crazy. Oh no, there's no doubt. The, the only difference between you and where you're from is that you're not there anymore. <laughs> the only—well, the be good on news a, is uh, not a leaving step us up. with a gun right now, brother.
0: The no good way. news is not leaving his apartment is definitely going to help his mental health.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. That, yeah. That, staying indoors watching old movies is certainly going to uh, get you out of it. What do Let you? me uh, tell
4: you, though, is, though uh, my anxiety levels have been way down. Like, I've stopped oh. gnawing on my fingers, believe it or not.
3: Yeah, because you put black so fingernail polish on I don't know what them. caused that, but... <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm going to quote Matt, uh, the black fingernail polish. I think that's what slowed that down. Yeah. You well, don't want to get lead poisoning. It. There's no question that you <laughs> use lead that might, paint. That
4: might be contributing. <laughs> that might be contributing.
3: But I, I, I'm with you, though, Garen. I mean, that's the truth. If you just stay inside, there's really no reason to be anxious. Yeah. Then when the, will this end? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just bizarre to me. Yeah, but but I, my but, family but, and had a great time at the beach today. The cops, <laughs> Let's alone. It was fantastic. I don't need you bringing me down. Brought you a chair. Told you have a seat. Right? Hey, take it. You're, like, what? you're running around take too much, sir. Take it. Relax. <laughs> I, I'll just,
0: let me just, just for the sake of uh, my friend Garen's health, it is, exercise is important and yeah. the sunlight gives you vitamin D, which is good for your immune system. So. 100%. Uh, well, that's that, why
4: I walk the dogs.
0: Yeah. So you do go. You're. You oh yeah. Right you're, you're, you're leaving the house. You said you don't leave the house. You, you, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not going
4: anywhere. Yeah, no. I, I, but, I think I've gone to Target twice this entire time. And, yeah. And that's that's uh, it.
0: That's the smart thing to do.
3: Yeah, you're doing it right, man. You're, you're, I, you're, you're, you're the best. You win. Matt, send him over one of the trophies from the studio there. All
0: right, great.
4: Uh, mate, thank you guys so much. Oh, well, you're as welcome. Long as, as long as I'm winning.
0: Like my hero, Mr. Sheen. I'm gonna give you this chip. Maybe. This is for you, baby. Oh. <laughs> but why, do I, why, why, do, why do I lose a chip? It's one of Jimmy's. Yeah. Uh, I was just the one that was within my grasp. Sorry, it's but you. Yeah, he get, has uh, a lot of Jimmy chips.
1: Jimmy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now I no. actually took that one from his. I've been robbing oh. all of you during this time oh. because no oh. one's in here except me. Oh, how nice of you! I've been moving the uh. chips around
3: <laughs> meticulously. Uh, hey, before we, now, so Matt, I want to talk about something before we move on. Before uh, we uh, we don't yeah uh talk uh now i saw that obviously uh, your young boy charlie turned eight years old this week yep. oh happy birthday Charlie! Uh, very exciting for charlie mm-hmm. and uh we Cheer had up, the opportunity charlie. to spend some time with charlie on saturday night uh, We played uh, some drawful which was fun mm-hmm. families did that uh over the worldwide web we zoomed in that was fun but uh i saw your wife and i like this idea we've done we've done this a couple of times where we've gotten in our car And we've gone over to a friend of Oliver's where you just, you know, you drive past, you toot your horn. Mm -hmm. Uh, What I like to do, um, and I don't know if anybody else enjoys this. I like to go by about seven times and each time act as if it's the first time. And (laughs) it makes me laugh. I don't know why, but it just, uh, hey, let's go around again. And we honk, you wave, you keep moving. (laughs) Uh, And I saw that you guys did that for Charlie, Matt. Yeah and uh you had a uh, it sounds like maybe you had a special guest stop by during the middle of that parade <laughs> it was actually right at the very end we uh oh yeah it was the grand marshal it, it was the finale
0: yeah this it was kind you know of santa claus at macy's crazy timing yeah it really was like as if we had planned it but not that charlie would have cared but what happened was uh like you said we yeah like we we sort of told everybody come by we're gonna, we're gonna be sitting outside around you know starting at noon you can <laughs> zoom by And it was really nice. He got to see some teachers and a lot of friends, and we got to talk to some people uh, from a distance for a while, which was nice for us. Uh, But we thought, I thought it would be over in 20 minutes, but we were out there because people kind of kept trickling by, and people were sending messages to Elise saying, Hey, uh, uh, you know, we'll we'll be there in 10 minutes or whatever. So we just kind of hung out. So we were there for two hours, and then, like, right around two, the last person that we knew was coming came by, and while we were talking to her, um it was charlie's kindergarten teacher actually who is the greatest teacher of all time and uh still very much uh very thoughtful about all of her kids she basically she has like a permanent happy birthday sign on her car and she just goes from house to house every day (laughs) just who's got a birthday i'm gonna hit this spot and that spot so she was she was in her car talking we were talking to her and um uh at the end of our street we could see the an old vintage uh Open top roadster from probably the 20s or 30s. I don't. I don't know uh, old uh, obscure cars that well, but I saw it coming and I was like, you know what? I know who that is. So I turned my phone video thing on and uh, just this is. He didn't do it on purpose. Just coincidentally, Jay Leno drove by and saw us and so he stopped and was like, Whose birthday is it? And we were like, It's his. How old are you? Oh my oh, happy birthday. <laughs> and and he gave the best honestly the best part of the whole thing was he gave the honk and it really did go AUGA. <laughs> like literal <laughs> he has an actual AUGA car horn on this nice. old car. Uh and and so I got that on video, which was to me uh uh, the, the Like the perfect topper So that was it That was the end of the party We were like All right Jay Leno has said Happy birthday to <laughs> Jay
3: Leno closed up shop Party's I think over. it's awesome What I did not care for Is that he's in a convertible jalopy No mask on him Or to the driver Yeah Like let's get some masks on Jay I mean I can't imagine The size of that fucking mask By the way To cover that
0: Yeah Well he his... he was driving Because it's it's got a British uh, Oh it's on it's British. Right, right side steering wheel But there was a friend of his Was with him
3: A friend who's uh, Much closer than six feet
0: Right, and uh, presumably does not live with him, but who knows? <laughs> maybe,
1: maybe he has a I'm live-in sure mechanic, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Jay Lennell probably has access to uh, testing technology that we don't.
3: but does yeah, he but does he test rich everyone people he are in. not immune to this? My buddy Tom Hanks got it
1: well, yeah, but he didn't he didn't know at that point the the, the wealthy person uh, phone tree hadn't quite kicked in yet.
3: well, uh, so you think he uh, you think Jay got tested for the vid?
1: I, well, he might have gotten tested, but I'm sure that he could get uh, anybody who he had any concern with tested.
3: So you
0: think he had his friend tested as well, well before it's going possible. near
1: him? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going, Garen on this.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I it did. It did a slightly smack of the uh, sort of uh, cavalier attitude of a of a multimillionaire who doesn't think uh, the rules apply to him a little bit.
3: <laughs> you know what? That was my first thought when I saw it, and then I was like, "Oh, here's a rich guy. I doesn't think he's going to get it." But the fact that Tom Hanks. Got it. Should, squ- should squelch all of that. It's like... Yeah. Uh, but I understand, to Delia's point, I do understand that that was, pre, you know, before we knew what was really happening. That the, the, uh, the,
0: I, I'm going to trust in the same way that y- y- the three of us were in a room together because we trusted that each of us had been doing the right thing, that he's... That this guy is been isolating and jay's been isolating and they feel okay
3: being in the same room or in the same car. again you're in a convertible going past a kid's birthday party maybe that uh, and as we know was... people
1: do like to spit at convertibles at birthday parties
3: <laughs> and i just and garen just told me that a sneeze can go 100 miles an hour and i know that jalopy not gonna move that fast oh, so up. yeah
0: luckily he was at least 20 feet from us like he was Yay. on the far side of the street so
3: yeah, I got a happy birthday, Charlie. Are you really you know that? Yeah, we know it, Jay. Yeah, I mean, okay, showbiz people. Good to see you.
0: I it's weird because I've I've seen him enough times that it's like I feel like we should I should introduce myself at some point point. <laughs> and, and like with the kids too. Like the kids have actually sat in a different one of his open top jalopies. <laughs> so right, like because uh, we saw him uh, like the car was parked and uh, he was like, "Yeah, you want to sit there?" So like at this point it's like you know these kids right like you you want to be the godfather to them or something i don't know like is there anything uh so we should we should we formalize this relationship because we keep bumping into him
3: let's not forget that that man cost me money when i we I all lost our jobs in uh, 2010 and then uh when i was on in 20 uh, 2002 and bombed miserably he didn't bond with me as a comedian he wouldn't make fucking eye contact with me so you want to be friends with this guy you're on your own I just thought if Just you know, know where your fucking bread is buttered That's what I'm saying I
0: just feel like he has so many of those old cars if if there's any way that I can inherit one of them or if Charlie can inherit one of them or Zoe can inherit one of them then uh, that's saying. Gotta worth, think about your kids Matt Yeah I mean that's 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 what more important to me than whatever you were talking about
3: Our friendship Our friendship uh, Our business relationship
0: if, if, if that's what you were talking about earlier Yeah I wasn't really listening But yeah
3: Hmm, hmm.
0: I was just thinking about those sweet cars. I mean, they got to be worth, uh, in total, millions. What do you oh, think? The, exactly. What do you think the one is worth? Like that thing that he drove by in your. Uh, I have no idea. I wish I actually. Two hundred
3: thousand. I don't. Seventy thousand.
0: I don't know what it is. It's was
1: it pretty? Was it pretty or utilitarian looking?
0: Utilitarian, in my opinion. It, the best to me, the best way to describe it is if you know the the story, the Wind in the Willows, when uh, okay. Mister Toad goes uh, riding through the countryside. In an old uh road, it's an old British roadster. It's like a,
1: oh, a littler one.
0: No, no, it's gigantic. It's, it's really, really long. Uh uh, But the, ca- you know, the, where you sit is not big, but the, but it's the the front, the, the hood, that front part of it is like the size of an like, entire real. car. Yeah. Is
3: so it more than six feet? I want Garen to be comfortable with that if he sees <laughs> that car coming at him. <laughs> <What>?
0: <laughs> Was it gray and red? No, it's green.
3: Green, Jay Leno Green.
1: I I would guess that a vehicle, based on your description, not knowing what it was, Mm -hmm. I would think that that's a half a million dollar car. Is it a Buick,
3: I wonder?
0: 1948 Buick? No, it's definitely British. 1948 Buick, yeah. It's British. I can can promise you. Not just because of the steering wheel, but... Is it
3: a Buick mate? He he was driving on the, uh, as Matt said, on the... uh, The steering wheel's wheel's on the right, but I also, I've seen the... Unfortunately,
0: I tried to look... Because I've seen this car parked before, and the same one, and, and I thought i had a photograph of the grill which has the name of the it's like a really obscure it's like a, a, a an automaker i don't think i'd ever heard of even um but it's is I, it chevrolet oh yeah that sounds right yeah yeah it sense. had like a it had a cross on the uh, on the, the hood ornament was like a what is do you call what that is? what do you call that plus sign i think you call it a chevrolet um <laughs> the bow tie
3: yeah but
0: it's uh yeah it's got it's probably from the 20s um that's
3: my guess i will say that every time i've seen jay leno in the last three years like if i if i'm going through burbank and i see jay leno up on uh he's he's in that car yeah he loves it's he fun. loves that one i think when i saw that picture when, it, when i saw Elise post that picture i was like fuck you have a, a, a an airplane hanger full of cars why yeah. are you always in this one
0: Yeah, I I when I was trying to go through my old pictures to find because you you can like search by location and like the the spot where I always see them part him parked with them. I just went to that spot in photos to see if I could find the picture of that car. And like it's crazy how many different cars I've seen that he's parked there. Some of them may not be his cuz uh, this is a spot that other people park too. But um like fancy When you say
3: parking, cars. are they going to uh, like make they're, out? they're making out. Yeah.
0: It's uh a and yeah, that sort of thing. It's Dead Man's Curve. It's a, it's a it's a pull-off it. pull that uh people like to make out at. But yeah, I, I he's got a crazy like there's one he, I might have mentioned this before. He has like a a shell oil uh gas truck from the 40s or something (laughs) it's like a full-on truck that you transport gasoline in the back like a tanker uh which is insane but uh but yeah see i feel like this one i've seen definitely a few
3: times he seems to be real real fan of it yeah matt i
4: sent you a picture of it if i don't know if that's the one or not did
0: you
3: text it yeah uh if that is the one matt tell garen yes and then garen can share his screen with everybody it's not the
4: same i actually sent you guys a text to the link i can't that's That's the one computer
3: that's the
0: one
4: it's a 1918 model 66 Pierce Arrow,
3: and you can't. Can you pull that up, Garen, or not?
4: Uh, I can try on my, because I'm not recording.
3: it.
0: Here I can. Wait, do that's it. the
3: that's the one, Matt.
0: Yeah, the Pierce Arrow. Yeah, that's that's got the green with the. It's got the spare tire on the. Oh, s- there the it is. Yeah, it's a Pierce set. Arrow.
3: Pierce Arrow. Oh,
1: okay.
0: It's got two spare tires. It's got it's got a spare tire on each uh, wall, like an. Yeah, f- it's a little chitty chitty bang bangy. Yeah, but from the su- here, uh, I have. I have a picture of it from the side from the other day from it's, Charlie's birthday
1: 1918 you probably just said that
0: I guess I could have just shown you guys this picture that would have saved us
1: oh yeah time. there it is oh uh, yeah yeah I see what you mean by two spare tires like that
0: there's a, there's a tire on each side in front of yeah. the side. I'm door. just basing
3: it on that vid no that's not the greatest picture because you're going through the camera and so is that a 1918
0: <laughs> uh, 18 or
3: 19 yeah. So,
0: yeah so Garen you got an estimate on the, the, the value of that car 1918 Pierce Arrow
3: Uh, Oh yeah, put that in. That's uh, that's exciting to know.
0: I've also seen him with like a Bugatti, you know, which is like a one point two million dollars sports car.
1: I can tell you that it originally sold six thousand dollars new in nineteen eighteen, which that's a
3: lot of money.
0: Yeah, for back then, that's crazy. Oh my god,
3: probably even more than a house, right? Yeah, I don't know what a house cost back then. Jimmy's records tapes only started in nineteen (laughs) seventy five, so maybe season (laughs) two you can go back uh, to early twentieth century music. You know what? Maybe that's the new season as I go back. I start uh, back then. To
0: 1875 to 1895. Uh, no, yeah, Christ.
3: I don't know if people enjoyed uh, the, the years I did. I can't
0: imagine. That was before the phonograph, I think, right? So it wouldn't be wouldn't be easy. Well,
3: I got uh, I got some acetates and I got uh, some. Sheet music. Uh, bootlegs and such. What was the, what was the
0: hot sheet music <laughs>
3: in 1875? Well, I think it was uh, coffee in a cardboard cup, of course. it's very popular. Not not as far back as you're discussing, of course. Yeah. But, uh, huh.
4: Uh, uh, apparently a 1933 guess. Pierce arrow sells for 2 million.
3: Jeez, okay, so I'm, I'm going to say the 18s worth more than that. So, then. wow.
4: Probably.
1: But I will, I will say that when you look for Pierce arrows, there's a range, there's a wide range of prices, anywhere from $30,000 up to the million that Garen's talking about. I'm, that, guessing
3: that, 30, I'm guessing no, Jay doesn't have the 30,000. I'm guessing Jay doesn't have that. Yeah. No,
1: maybe he drives it every day though. Maybe he does.
3: You know what? That's a good point too. You Would you drive a $2 million car around as often as he does? I, my I
0: suspicion is that it needs to be driven to, for the engine. So, like, I think he so probably drives it once a week. Every weekend, he drives it once or every once don't a month. Don't you think it
3: also needs to be driven for his ego? Don't <laughs> you think that plays into it? <laughs> hey, everybody, look at me! I'm driving around. Who do needs donuts?
0: My mom asked me that. She's like, she's like, do you think he uh, do you think he drives around because he, he he needs the attention? And I was like, well, the 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 hangar where he keeps the the cars is is next to the Burbank Airport, so it's in the neighborhood, and and he likes to go to this this uh this shop that where other car enthusiasts park. But the answer is yes,
3: he does it for the attention. There's there's no question in my mind.
1: All uh, right, I I am sorry, Jimmy. I have a number I think that's close to accurate. We decided it was a model sixty six. Is that accurate?
3: <laughs> and <laughs> that has never been discussed. No, thing, no. But I like the way that you're Pierce saying era. this. You got a number. Is if you're going to p- uh, pass the. Piece of paper across the desk to us, and yeah. we're gonna be. Uh, <laughs> I think we're gonna be really happy this. with this. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, I'm showing that uh, that a similar vehicle from that time range was three hundred thousand dollars. I think it's the same model.
3: You know what? That that that, uh, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I could so, see Jay doing that. Well, there's th-
0: also possible that he bought it in disrepair and has been fixing it up for years. Like who knows? Yeah.
1: He does like that kind of stuff. If you've ever if you've ever heard him talk,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, he has a whole show about it.
1: Yeah, it's Apparently,
4: a chase garage. From 1910 through 1918, there were 1,250 examples of the Model 66 produced. It is believed that around 14 have survived in modern times, and only seven are the Model 66A4 series. So, it has got the A4? He's no, probably got 8.5 by 11.
1: <laughs>
0: a4 you can get that at an audi dealership it's not that you know it's it's under it's fifty thousand or something maybe that's two different
1: ways of dealing with that
3: <laughs> by the way that if i may for uh, to support elliot that's a nice printer joke that's a nice <laughs> lay your paper down where you need to yep take your scan whatever you got to do mm-hmm. canon <laughs> right a4 that son of a bitch. i mean the a4
0: that does make sense because it's british so uh oh yeah it's a good point yeah but I, I would mm-hmm. say that if, if there's only... What did you say? Seven of them? Yeah, of, maybe it's more. Of the A4. Right. I don't
4: know if that's the actual one
0: that he right. has or not. In any maybe. case, if there were only 1,250 made from 1910 to 1918, this thing is insanely valuable, I would guess. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: And I'm going to predict he's got one of those seven. that gets, Again, this is Jay right. Leno. It's not just some guy who yeah. mortgaged his house to buy a car. It's uh, yep. you know this asshole who's going
1: to... Uh, uh, bring joy to a young child's day? <laughs>
3: uh, yes. Yes um uh now here's a here's a piece of a completely off uh, topic here's a uh, nice piece of uh, business for you guys i went uh on friday and i was tested for the antibody uh for the uh for this thing what's that mean uh did you see jay there (laughs) uh i did not see jay there i uh i you know be i i think one time i discussed it on the show but you know i was in the emergency room those two times in february Oh yeah, uh, you know the one time you know one time for eight hours another time for 12 hours mm-hmm. and um it was during the time where they were not testing uh unless you were out of the country right like have you been like COVID it was it was around coronavirus but it was uh hey have you been out of the country and, and I showed all of the you know uh what we now know to be the symptoms the sore throat the trouble breathing all of that and then in addition to you know abdominal pain and what have you and then uh They kept focusing on the abdominal pain because that's where most of my pain was. And, uh, you know, then they kept on saying, yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with you. You know, there's nothing wrong with you. It's uh, Hmm. maybe it's epididymitis or whatever, So, which is why I then had to go. And remember, I talked about on that. uh, No, it's an episode that's not out yet. Uh, So uh, about the procedure that I had done with my left testicle um, and so on and so forth. Anyway, because I was in the emergency room during that time, they tested me for antibodies to see if I uh, did, in fact, have it back then or did I get it? at all mm-hmm. and uh while the tests apparently are not 100 percent accurate or even the 95 percent or 96 percent that they claim to be they're a little less accurate than that uh i tested negative for the antibody mm-hmm. uh which is um uh, in a way kind of a bummer because you kind of want to have a little bit of that in you apparently uh
1: that's where the uh, herd immunity potentially can come from maybe yeah
3: and it's a maybe every everything's a roll of the dice you don't know well, yeah, uh, and that's
1: the thing with with all the stuff that we're talking about. Obviously, we are nowhere near experts, but um, but it's we're like all this stuff is mitigation. But the but the issue is there's so much we don't know about what could happen, right. or you know whether the tests work, or all these sorts of things. That that's why we end up you know doing so much.
3: Well, I, I they also suggested I ram a, a, a UV flashlight up my ass, so I did that. Oh God! Um, and I don't see any proof that that's helping. But uh,
4: well, you got to mix that with the bleach, right?
3: Yeah, I think it's a combo. Yeah, it did might you be dip, punch, dip it in
4: bleach
0: and just then just... stick it up your ass?
3: I see. Oh, Have you dip the ass.
1: flashlight in bleach. Yes.
0: Absolutely,
1: you do. Right. it. Up. I haven't been doing. It lubricates
0: that it, it, and it, and it also you know it cleans out yeah. the insides.
1: That does make sense. Also, it would help if it wasn't on, like one of those nightstick flashlights. Probably, I, maybe that was an error.
0: You pick whatever flashlight you're comfortable with using. I mean, uh, yeah, okay. I I like to use the the cones that they uh, they have at the airport when they're waving the planes in. <laughs> that makes a sure. lot no sense. It's got right? a kind of nice. tapered like a taper. exactly. It's perfect.
3: I'm making the mistake because I got one of those ones that uh, you squeeze to power it up. So that one uh, <laughs> is not. Uh, oh, it's very like a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of those. <laughs> you
1: know, once what you it get it in, it in there.
3: Elliot, sure, I'm sure you have a crate full of those for when uh, you need to get in your bunker <laughs> and you need <laughs> one of your crank up flashlights. Hey, there's a room for Garen in there for the two of you, and you could just uh, die to him sharing conspiracy theories while you <laughs> zoom up your flashlights. <laughs> hey, do you wanna, want me to open up a meat packet? why do one. Why we doing, uh, what, what we doing uh, uh, do some moon dust or whatever the shit you people call it? Moon dust. I don't know moon food. Whatever the hell that is. Moon
1: food. I don't. Know I do have. Is. I do have some some boxes still of uh of that um, the soylent because I I over I over accidentally overbought, and so I have like four boxes maybe or six.
0: How bad does it have to get that you break that stuff out?
1: Well, the, the original one, it, like if, if anybody were to buy Soylent now, it comes all together in one bottle like a human being would want to buy. <laughs> uh, the old one, it, 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 there's like a bag of the dust that Jimmy was talking about. Yeah. and then And then there were these little bottles and the original one, I don't know about the newer ones, but the original one used fish oil. So it's a little tiny plastic bottle of fish oil.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I wonder if those little plastic bottles of fish oil are still any good.
3: Oh, yeah, they're 100% have... good. Drink, just drink them straight, man. I don't think that should be <laughs> consumed. I disagree with Matt. Drink it up.
0: Uh, Is
1: there an expiration I, I would date have on to it? Be, it would have to be like, we know we're not getting any new food for like two weeks or a month after having gone through yeah. all of my canned right. food and my pastas and so forth. To, it doesn't anyway, I was no for the COVID
3: and uh C- and congratulations I guess for the antibodies at least uh,
1: especially being tested
3: I'm just putting it right you know it was uh I don't know I mean look it took it literally took five minutes it was nothing you go in there they you know do what they have to do and uh you know how, it,
1: how long before you got the result
3: 10 minutes really that fast yeah the, the wow. antibody one's fast the COVID right. one is the one that takes a few days the antibody one because it's a blood it's basically a blood test mm-hmm. uh but again there's all talk that uh that this, this batch of testing that's going around is about 78% accurate as opposed to the 96. But, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, I just wanted to go. They uh, they sent me an email saying, you want to come in to do that? It was like, yeah, I do want to do that. Why not? Why uh, Why the shit not? Matt, should we take a, a break, Matt?
0: Uh, I guess or- not. Uh, our guest is not here yet.
3: Oh, okay. As far as I can tell.
0: Um, no. But uh, uh, okay. it was, so where did you... I would think that that would be anxiety producing to go into a lab or where where did you go to do it
3: 7 right, bye <laughs> just running a corner here Seven they're selling masks out there they're nice. selling uh, hand sanitizer and uh no i went to uh you know a um a a, a clinic on venice Boulev- uh, boulevard a place that i go to mm-hmm. uh on a regular basis and uh not, not, not that regular but a place that i've been to and there was one other uh, human being in there
0: mm-hmm.
3: and that person was there was the truth is there was one person leaving as i got there and one person arriving as i was leaving so they have everybody mm-hmm. spaced out where you are not uh that's good really and, and they bring you into a room immediately like you're not in the waiting room mm-hmm. oh, that's at all good. like you like right into the room and uh i did t- i did say to the uh, young ladies behind the desk uh i said ladies i'm 100 percent positive that i'm going to come back with a positive result here so if you guys want to bet money against that now's the time and then when i walked out with my negative result i was like did anybody take that bet tell me nobody took that bet <laughs> and uh i think one woman enjoyed my humor of the of the three behind the counter the mm-hmm. doctor did the doctor was uh uh very much enjoyed my i'm sucking on a uh, a toilet bowl disc uh, to uh, hopefully get rid of it, the, uh, my Clorox <laughs> disc. She enjoyed that joke. But uh, oh, we know your doctor, right? Vinny Boombots? I go to Boombats. He sends over an email, you know, Boombots at uh, AOL.com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> he's got uh, one he want the, you to uh,
1: give out that email, Jimmy? It seems like he would want to keep that secret.
3: I'm only mentioning it because it's one of the first emails and uh, he's not updated it and he refuses to. I go, yeah, mm-hmm. come on, doctor. Nobody uses that kind of email anymore. He's like, Can I Can you love still
1: it. use AOL as an email address? What? I have an AOL email. Yeah. Yeah, that still works? Yeah, absolutely.
3: It's the one I
4: use for. Well, I'm not gonna say what I use it for, but it's it's it porn. Just can we can we guess? <laughs> can we guess? <laughs> well, I don't want people trying to fish it for whatever, but it's just it's my throwaway porn. one now. I just
0: use yeah. for you
3: porn. know, Q-Anon.
0: healing lists or whatever.
3: Porn, mm-hmm. right? Q-Anon. Deep, deep state, mm-hmm. uh, Got it. Yeah, dark you know, web, prison planet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, before one. we take our break, I want to point out I'm wearing a uh, another Mario DiGiorgio one uh, uh, lemon iced tea. What does that say? Oh, that one's great.
1: It says purell the earth
3: purell Purel the earth based on the sherman williams logo from yeah, way nice. back in the day and uh that's one of the great shirts that uh, mario has for sale and also uh he is the guy that makes our uh never not funny uh premium uh the platinum shirts that uh, you can get if you subscribe to the uh the tier uh, the uh, plus or the primo uh which of course i want to point out we are doing extra episodes each week we uh doing the isolation files where if you are a member of any level of the platinum you get that extra episode which is just a, uh, another episode of us having some fun and then also there's it uh, comes along with some live streaming stuff and and other stuff if you take a look at nevernotfunny.com you will see all the stuff that that comes with uh so join in people are having a good time with the isolation files and um we do have a live stream coming up i want to say later on in the week here right we've uh, i guess this week's isolation files is going to be a yeah, live th- stream thursday yeah so Thursday at, uh, you, so if you are a Primo Plus or Platinum member, uh, look for an email or, and or a tweet coming from Garen. Did we set uh, the th-
0: time? should we just say? I don't know if we should set that time just yet. Okay.
3: Because I don't, uh, I don't know.
0: All right. Well, we'll, yeah, but, we'll blast out so an email on Wednesday. Well, Wednesday, you'll, you'll have gotten the email yeah. by now
3: yeah, saying what time right. it is. But if you haven't, or maybe went to your spam or whatever, look for it if you're listening to this and. Uh, Anyway, uh, we'll be doing that, the live stream uh, version of the Isolation Files this week. So get on board with Amtrak. Get something about a train that's magic. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back. Ben Schwartz is joining us. Haven't seen Ben in a while. Mm, Uh, It's going to be nice to have Ben join us from whatever uh, beautiful home. His uh, many, many movie appearances have gotten him since the last time we uh, saw him when he was just a guy at the UCB who was doing okay. Uh, So uh, we'll be back with more right after this. Listen, I've been a broken record on Factor Meals. As I mentioned on the last episode, even my doctor knows that I eat the Factor Meals. (laughs) That's right. Uh, You're, You're actually not only reading the ads that go
0: in the show, but you're advertising in doctor's offices for Factor Now.
3: That's exactly right. I'm the Muzak. Of factor, I'm going from there. Appreciate uh, it. I'm more than happy to do it. Now these things are ready in just two minutes. They've got over thirty five different options to choose from every week. They got the calorie smart protein plus uh, various different meals. I uh, just this way this morning I had to pick my meals for next week. You pick you pick a week in advance. Yep. And uh, you know what? I decided to give myself a little treat. I got the filet mignon. Yum, which is uh, it's a little extra to get that right, and I'm allowing myself that maybe every six weeks or something. Get you know what? It's Why nice. not? Yeah, treat yourself. You you've earned it, Jimmy. I have earned it. I'll tell you something. It is delicious. Yeah, I, I got to try that. Oh, I haven't had that one. They do a great job. I, I, the other day I had the uh, what is it? The uh, Spanish lime chicken or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That was a spicy lime chicken. Whatever that whatever that one is, yeah. was delicious. I love the shredded taco chicken taco thing that mm-hmm. they do. Uh, again, I have not. I've not had a bad factor.
0: Yeah, and I've said this before like a lot of these things cuz I get a lot of the like uh you know low carb ones and I find that that's great with uh, if you want to get like a, a low carb tortilla and you you can put it in there and make it into a, a wrap or a tortilla type situation or some uh, sweet potato chips. And you kind of use like the queso, the chili queso, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's just I, I like doing my own thing with it. You can sort of uh, use their what they give you as a base and then uh, do what you want. with it. The factor is
3: there for a base. You heard it from Matt Belknap. Now, head to factor meals dot com slash part five zero. Use code part five zero. You're going to get 50 percent off. That's five zero percent off. We uh, really wish I would have said zero there. Uh, that is code pardo five zero at factormeals dot com slash pardo five zero to get fifty percent off. That's five zero percent off. F A C T O R M E A L S dot com slash p a r d o five zero and use code pardo five zero to get fifty percent off. Factor. That's a good meal. Matt Belnet, I want you to spring forward with a new hiring partner, zip recruiter Zip, zip. And find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address, web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter is the way to go. Uh, look, you you set your clocks forward. You, uh, you feel like there's more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, you, you don't have that kind of time. You get crunch time. ZipRecruiter fills those hours for you. No one
0: wants to waste time with hiring. That doesn't sound fun. That's just like a a, a chore that you have to get through. If I've you got be, other things to do. Right. Let me do my actual job instead of trying to find someone else to work if for. If
3: that me. jerk didn't quit,
0: I wouldn't be doing right. this.
3: Hey, everybody, indeed. Welcome back to the program, episode 2609. Now, listen, this is exciting. As I said before the break, this guy hasn't been with us in a while. He's uh, the last time he was with us. He was a young kid, maybe even just taking classes at the UCB, struggling, (laughs) right? Basically living in a tent uh, outside of Middle Ditch's house. But now he's gone on to be in movies, even his voice in that Sonic movie that my family and I enjoyed. Um, uh, Our buddy Ben Schwartz is back. Hi, Ben.
2: Hey, and thanks so much, Jimmy, for sending me a text after you saw Sonic telling me you enjoyed it. Uh, that would have meant a lot if you did that. So thank you for never doing it and for only telling me right now in front of a lot of people. Did I not do that? No, Jimmy, you didn't. I think the last, the only text you give me is, hey, man, can you do the show? We need you this time. I think that's the last one I got before this. So I really appreciate it.
3: You know what, let me, uh, you know, first of all, uh, I got the feeling the last time we spoke that maybe you were a little tired of me, so I uh, <laughs> I may have thought that maybe I was, uh, maybe uh, uh, No, you can scroll uh,
2: like you're scrolling, baby, I know you're looking for a baby, but it's not there, baby. No, no, I know it's not there, <laughs> I, I'm
3: acknowledging it's not there, but I think it's because I truly thought like I was maybe, uh, oh, oh uh, taking advantage of my texting communication with Ben Schwartz. You've become Jimmy. a big star. You've Jimmy. become a big star. You're hanging out with Billy Crystal. You don't have time for me anymore. Jimmy! You're the Billy
2: Crystal in podcasting. <laughs> does Billy know that? Does Billy comfortable with that? No, he wouldn't be comfortable with that.
3: Uh, <laughs> hey, no, for
2: a fact, he would not be comfortable with that. <laughs> he would not be? He does not care for me? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm I bet he would love you. You guys would get along great. I
3: I agree with you on that. And I know some people have some uh, mixed reviews on their experiences with Billy Crystal. But th-
2: there oh, is something. I am here to set the record straight that he is he was so amazing on the movie so kind so supportive and he we've stayed friends he i can i did i could not have had a better experience with him
3: all right. Well, I'm going to ask you then. And, and you know that I like to keep in contact and I won't overuse uh, this. If you could send me his phone number so I could text him. <laughs> yeah, of let, course. Uh, Are you
2: going to text him and tell me you like Sonic? I'm going to say, hey, did you <laughs> see Sonic?
3: Our buddy Ben's terrific in yeah. it. Right. All
2: right. I'll give you his number so you can do that, I guess. But anytime you want to like give me an accolade or just like a, a great job or something like that.
3: I, You know what? I, I will say this. I apologize for not having done that because I thought you were terrific. And my family and I enjoyed the movie very much. Jimmy, uh, I'm kidding.
2: I don't care. Of course I don't care. I love sounds- that you saw it, though
3: we saw listen my son uh, all right full disclosure my son thought he was gonna be a little too old for it and uh, went in very uh, hesitantly and he walked out it uh, made me feeling the same way he's, uh, <laughs> he's 22 years old maybe I shouldn't have brought him full disclosure uh, <laughs> full disclosure yeah I, I think I, I think of the family I think I may have enjoyed it uh, most of all to be honest
2: oh great I love it get the uh, family online. Uh hang on. You want you
3: want to hear uh, Oliver's uh, review? You want an honest review of it? Oh, no. Yeah, I
2: would love to get Oliver on the review. Right, for hang of on. Review of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> hey, Oliver.
3: <laughs> this could this could go very badly. This could go this could break bad. Listen,
2: this is a part of it. You can't not everybody can like something, but I have I have a good feeling.
3: Now, here's the thing. Oliver is in oh, class. First of all, Oliver,
2: how great is Ghostbusters? Yeah.
3: Oh, you, I really like it.
2: I, he, <laughs> here, put this Oh, on he's your. a pro. He's already a pro. He knows where the microphone is. He knows how to pop into the ear.
3: <laughs> oh, he's been, by the way, he's been He's been uh, becoming, uh, I'll say it, way too much a uh, part of the show since this uh, quarantine has happened.
2: May I ask, may I talk to him for one second, Jimmy Pardo? Is y- that okay? Yes, get in here. Oliver, how Go. are you? My Hi. name is Ben. How are you doing?
3: Nice to meet you. I'm a big fan, actually.
2: Oh, your dad has trained you well, Oliver. <laughs> Oliver, I heard, and this is this segment is called uh, Oliver Tells the Truth. So know that your father is 100% keeping track if you are telling the truth. So I need you to be truthful here, okay? Yeah. Okay, Oliver, we're friends now. You and I, we're very close. Yeah. I'm way above Matt already. It took about two <laughs> seconds, and I'm like, leagues above Matt, right? Fair. Okay. Would be great if you said Matt who, but that's fine. All right, so... <laughs> I heard that you saw the film Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Okay, I need you to give me an honest review from Oliver. This is the truth segment of what you thought about Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: I did like it. I feel like it should have sounded more like you,
0: Sonic himself. I feel like... A little bit
2: more Jewish? <laughs> sure,
0: yeah. Okay,
2: keep going. Uh,
0: I thought that there was like some
1: moments that were like really funny.
2: Oh uh, did you know that, who the villain was? Did you know who that was? Or was it yeah. you knew who Jim Carrey was? Yeah. Okay. And how old are you, Oliver?
0: Uh I'm actually twelve.
2: Oh, congratulations on your bar mitzvah coming up.
0: Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> We're not doing any of that nonsense. Not doing any of that nonsense.
2: All right. Out of out of one to ten Olivers, how many would you give it?
0: Out of one to ten Mies? <laughs> uh, <laughs> never rated something in Mies
4: before. So
2: this is the time. How many of you's equals that movie?
4: Uh, Seven.
2: Seven Olivers, I'll take it. I'll nice. take it. Yeah. That's yeah. Solid. It's high, it was fun. That's the highest score anybody's ever gotten on the Oliver chart. <laughs> that's, that's true. true. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. Give me that.
3: All
2: right. I heard that Sprint. they're they're
0: talking about Thanks replacing over. they're talking about replacing the Oscar with the
3: Oliver. So that's is that true? That, that's exciting. Oh, you just wow. got seven of them.
2: It's so close yeah. to the Olivier. It's like two letters <laughs> off. Yeah.
3: It is. And uh, and honestly, worth more because the the kid's honest. He's not doing anything for political uh, reasons. Or yeah. I can't sort of,
2: believe it. I can't believe uh, it.
3: You know what, Ben? That is exactly what he said when we left. He said that he so enjoys you and your comedy that he he, he wished that it was more Ben schwartz uh, what is was. he old enough to watch that I'm in? Parks? I'm as confused. Oh, yeah, Parks. Yeah, yeah, Parks. yeah, yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was
2: going to say. He's not coming to my Largo shows, is he? <laughs> uh,
3: he goes every Sunday. You guys do it. It's a big fan of snow Sometimes we're no on Saturday, but uh, there you go. Uh, well done. I drop him off because I'm not interested. Of course, uh, I've seen <laughs> enough of your bullshit. Um, I actually, this is the truth, Ben. Out of the out of you and Middle there's one of you guys I don't care for, so I can't stomach that show. Sure, 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 sure. sure. Uh, and I'll let you so, decide which one it is. Yeah, of
2: course. Uh, I'll try to figure it out.
3: But that was his. That was his take. And then he's also seen you on Conan and stuff sweet like that. Kid,
2: yeah. what a sweet kid yeah smart too fast smart funny already huh
3: he's good he's gonna and thank god i've got about six months left in this business office. so he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna carry me uh in the sooner the better um
2: i get it i yeah. get it he'll be holding he, that comedy coffin while with a mic in one end you're popping <laughs> in on one hand and mic in the other
3: that's him he uh you know what he and my wife have become obsessed with flight of the concords that's what they are watching oh. now and Fantastic. um I hear nothing but laughter from the other room and uh, I, I don't care for that cause I don't like foreigners, but, uh, uh, so I don't watch the show at all. Um, but every time I, <laughs> of course, <laughs> um, anyway, Ben, Ben does have that new special on Netflix, middle ditch and Schwartz, which, uh, uh, this was interesting, Ben. I, I always get a kick out of this when I see a, uh, a friend's name pop up in a, uh, in an unexpected place, uh, one of the new, I think, it's one of the White House press pool guys that I follow on Twitter. Uh, uh, tweeted out how much he was laughing and enjoying it, and it uh, and it took him away from the nightmare that was the, the oh, ble- Bleachgate or whatever that day was. That
2: makes uh, me so happy. I didn't yeah, know about that. That's I forget so who funny. it was. It, it
3: might have been. It, it might have been Brian Keram. Was it I'm Barack Obama? <laughs> I think it might have been. <laughs>
2: yeah. All I care about. There's like a. I I texted Thomas the other day. This is considered a failure until Barack Obama says he enjoyed our special and does an impression of something. <laughs> you're really aiming high, though, Ben. Yeah, that's, that's right? the Joke. That's Jim, the joke,
3: Jim. Just go, go with a Ted Cruz. Maybe go, go lower. <laughs> go with a guy that might appreciate what you're doing. Obama's not going to like your nonsense.
2: Oh man,
3: no, right. he likes a more highbrow thing. That's how. That's he's a former resident of Chicago.
2: Yeah, I guess you're right. And the, you you watching The Last Dance? Is anybody watching The Last Dance talking about Chicago and sports or no?
0: I haven't started it yet. I'm so psyched for it, though. Was Are you so-
2: loving it? It's great. Do you guys care about sports or not really? Or is that just a Matt thing?
0: i I, oh. I was a huge jordan fan like he got me into the nba when i was a kid and so yeah i, I played in the
2: nba yeah it was crazy he <laughs> got him into it he, as a kid <laughs> That's he incredible
0: he was so he was so popular he was able to just take one kid uh from massachusetts that. and just put him in the league
2: this is like I, the this is the plot for that movie eddie but with a, <laughs> a with an athlete instead of a
0: coach yeah yeah yeah, it was, pretty, it was It was a thrill. It was a real thrill.
3: By the thrill. way, can we agree that Jordan probably did have that juice that if he said for one game, I want this kid to be on the roster, they would go, yeah, yeah. you got it, Mike. Whatever you need, 23. Let's do this thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right? That's in the starting lineup.
0: Yeah. Tony Kukoc is on the bench. I could take Kukoc. Kukoc. That was overrated. Um,
3: as as a reminder, there's nothing more infuriating than being from Chicago and nobody knowing how to pronounce Kukoc, uh, and and so everybody saying it differently, even in the same conversation.
2: Is that not correct? <laughs> Nail
3: it. No, no, Kukoc is the way that it is. But people would go, "Yeah, so I'm watching the game last night, and Kukic." Nope. They, he, he, he. You're talking to him. Hey, Tony Kukich. Uh, oh, it's pronounced Kukoc. No, 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 no. Yeah, Kikic. <laughs> like they no no dumb Chicagoan would ever catch on to how to say it. I kind of love it. I'm very proud of where I'm from. Now,
2: Jimmy, may I ask you a segment <laughs> called I Need Jimmy to Be Truthful as Well? Yes. Did you watch any of the specials? I knew you didn't because you <laughs> asked me what the name of the specials were before we got on.
3: I wanted confirmation. <laughs> I wanted confirmation. You know what? Here's the thing, Ben. In this weird quarantine world that we're in, uh, you were doing everything as a family. And I and I was going to ask you on the air, do you think it's it's safe for Oliver?
2: By the way. Uh, twelve, I think he's a little young for it, but he's very hip. The, but the problem is this, which is funny because sometimes some of my friends will bring their kids uh, to the shows and they ask me what age is right, uh, which could be this. Although I feel like you never really go dirty when you do stand-up, Jimmy. I don't feel like, uh, but like for improv, you never know when something goes really, you could go really blue. And there's nothing that's terribly blue, but there's, you know, there's some curse words and some, you know, R-rated stuff. Oh, it's fine. Uh, I never what I never know what the age is for improv where people because you never know what you're going to talk about. I don't know what the line is, but so far nobody who's brought their kids has had any problem. I'd say like 15, probably 15, 16, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
3: I think comedically, Oliver is probably at 15 or 16. I think uh, he's
2: quick, man. He played that game so well.
3: He gets. Listen, he gets it. Again, he's going to be carrying me. He get, he did come to see, and I, we talked about it before. He came to see me do. Uh, a couple of sets over the summer. He came with me to the improv a couple of times. Then he saw a full set at the flappers in Burbank where I'm not kidding, Ben. I said, fuck no less than 7,000 times. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> and every time I would say it, I'd go, your kid's here. And go Anyway. So then this fucking guy, your kid's here. Like, well, I'm, that's part, that becomes part of the
2: game of that whole set. Then the idea yeah. that your set has to be tailored to the most unusual thing in the room, which is your kid is in the room. Right. Yeah.
3: Uh, but uh, so he's not immune to that kind of language. And of course, uh, uh, I've become a little too lax with it around the house, to be honest with you. I I, I need to tighten some buttons. My parents cursed
2: very, very early. There's a a story I could tell. Please. I'm I'm begging you to. All right. There's a story. I I was in public schools in the Bronx growing up in a place called Riverdale, so I went to PS24. My mom was a school teacher there. She was a music teacher, uh, which she's still a music teacher. She'd been teaching for 50 years in public schools in the Bronx. It's pretty incredible. And so um, I was in kindergarten, way too young to be cursing way too young. And uh, next to me was someone who I became very close with because we both like Nintendo. His name was Shigeki. Didn't speak a word of English. Never learned how to speak English. It's kindergarten and nobody in his house speaks English. So, but we, I would go to his house and I'd play video games and he'd come to my house and we barely, we wouldn't say like, and which I always thought, I never realized till later in life how beautiful that was. <laughs> um, so I'm in the back. My family curses a lot. I'm in the back next to Shigeki. We share a table or next to each other. And for some reason I say shit at the top of my lungs as a kindergartner, which is very young. I go shit. And the teacher was like, also because she knows my mom. So it's even more like, she goes, Benjamin. And then I said, Shigeki did it. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know how funny that was until my mom found out and she was dying and told my dad and he was dying. you can't hurt, but they like, you know like when you're young you start to see like you can get away with you can get away with shit if you're a little bit funny mm-hmm. that was one of the first ones that I didn't know I did something funny because I literally was trying to put the blame on whoever next to me <laughs> right but it was the person who's never spoken a word of English in his entire life would yell out shit for no reason <laughs> great.
3: I, if I great story I'm gonna give it nine Olivers
2: <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't wait to see what gets that ten.
3: You know oh I mean? you're gonna I, it may happen this episode if that it's if, got if
2: like something that's really specific to Oliver like what's his interest like you <laughs> Or magic, or like um, <laughs> he is into magic, he's very much into yeah, magic. There you go, see, it has to be that. We uh, talk about magic in one of the specials. Uh, how many specials are there? Uh, thank you for doing your research. There are three specials on Netflix, they're all 50 minutes each. We get a suggestion from the audience and we talk to an audience member, have a conversation for about five minutes. Then we make up an entire show where we play every single character. Love it. Um, so it's like a good, uh, or it's the it's a good representation of our version of what long form improv is, and a lot of people. Um, don't quite know what long-form improv is. So at the beginning of the show, we try to explain, which is the same thing we do when we go on tour. Somebody brought this up, which I thought it was pretty interesting. They're like, uh, stand-ups don't have to say, hey, I'm about to tell jokes. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's interesting. That's a good note. I was like, we have to do it because there's not enough representation of what we do. When we go to these theaters, all they see is Middle Ditch and Schwartz, and maybe they're buying it because they like Parks or Silicon Valley. Uh, they don't know exactly what's going to happen. Or if we say improv, they think whose line is it anyway, which we loved growing up, but this is a very different thing than that. So uh, we, we explain it and we get into it. And uh, I cannot tell you how we feel so lucky. It's, the reception has been we thought people were either going to not care or make fun of it. But people have been so like exactly what you said with that White House tweet. That's incredible. Like it's been that belly laugh type thing. And I can't believe that people are connecting with it so much. It makes me so happy.
3: Oh, that's great. It, uh, mm-hmm. We're going to watch. I, I, I guarantee this. We're going to watch one of, minimum one of them tonight.
2: Jimmy, can I tell you this? Yeah. Love a text from you after
3: you see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to abuse that privilege. I don't want to, uh, you know, I, I just hope you can hear my text past your hair. That's my concern, <laughs> Ben. I know,
2: I put a hat on it. was looking bad
1: today. Yeah. You, hey, hey uh, Jimmy. Yeah? Uh, it turns out that uh, kind of just by happenstance, because I didn't know that this was, it was a thing. Uh, I actually watched one of the episodes last night on-
2: Elliot! Netflix.
1: Yeah, Elliot. And, and I've, done, I've done a little bit of improv in my time. And one of the things I've noticed about improv is that it's very hard to put on television. Uh, you guys did a really good job. Thanks, man. That you're was welcome. A, uh, th- what do you think of the special? Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. I saw the I saw the wedding.
2: Oh yeah, That's like the one I watched.
1: Yeah. and uh, and I I liked your conceit. I don't want to give anything away because I think it's fun to discover it. Yeah, you um, discover
2: it with us, which I think is the most yep. exciting part of watching this. Is that we're making it up, and so the audience while you're watching, you're watch you we're on the same exact page as you are. We know nothing more than you. There's nothing planned, right. so. I think there's like an excitement and that's how we get, the other thing that we did, Elliot, was um, uh, we got nine cameras. We have-
1: Yes, I noticed that and that was very smart. It was very smart.
2: We put our money, you know, it was very hard to sell this, uh, very hard to sell this because to, even when we sold at Carnegie Hall, we got told no to everybody because what we're doing is we're saying, trust us with an hour of your time. Uh, the the studio and they go okay what's it going to be about like we literally have no idea (laughs) it could be about any it could literally be about anything and it was very hard for someone to be the first to do that like there have been a ask cat has a has a special Mm -hmm. on uh, bravo and tj and dave who are two phenomenal improvisers from chicago old school long like they do very patient improv legends they have a documentary and i did something for showtime which was house of lies live but it included Mm -hmm. people who've never done improv before It was just like getting the whole house live cast to do improv. This is like, this is what we do. This is our show. This is what we tour with. We're trying to show you exactly what it is. So in terms of specials, it's a big deal for long form if it does well. Um, So we're hoping that it does well enough that it opens up the gates uh, for other people.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and and, and the other tricky thing is normally with long form, in my experience, you know, most long form, five, six, eight people, uh, it's just the two of you. Uh, There's a few folks in Los Angeles who can do it, but you guys nailed it and i'm I, very jaded about watching improv on television.
2: Oh, thanks. So. I, 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 we are very interested to hear from people like you exactly like that. Uh we haven't heard from the improv community as much, but the thing that's been so cool is that the stand up community which oftentimes makes fun <laughs> of improv or Oh, no, like, that can't be. It's like never like uh those like Burbigly has been tweeting about it, who in my head is one of the best storytellers out right now mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So the idea that people that I look up to that are doing stand up that oftentimes don't mix with improv, they're connecting with it is huge. Like Ken, even like Ken Marino, who's done every sketch and movie thing in the world, loved it and stuff like that. So it's been very nice to hear that stuff as well, um, that it's connecting in that way.
3: You know what it is for me, Ben? I have not uh, watched this yet because, again, I don't care for one of the cast members, but uh, I watch it with Oliver tonight just to make him happy. Um,
2: I, wait, wait, by the way, Elliot, you've seen that episode. Just so I don't want to make – I don't want to steer Jimmy incorrectly. Can Oliver watch that episode, do you think, or no? I don't quite not, remember. Not exactly
1: 90, 95% of it, there's, there's the, two, the two sixth graders. That part of the
2: story, I'm not – what do oh, you think? Yeah, I think uh, – uh, uh, Jimmy, you're going to be fine, I think. But you okay. should, maybe you watch it first. I think he'll love it.
3: I think he's gonna love it too. Uh, he's, he's watched
0: R-rated comedy movies, so like, and he's watched. Yeah. Like does he watch
2: like R-rated movies? Will he watch *Bridesmaids* or something like
3: that? Uh, I don't think *Bridesmaids* is uh, appropriate at this point. Well, we did just watch *Scarface* over the weekend, so. <laughs> no, he's not. no, of course not.
2: Oh. No. <laughs>
3: but the worst father in
2: the world. <laughs> you guys, do you guys remember your first uh, R-rated experience as a kid? That really do. What, what do you?
0: Think yeah, about? I I I saw *Trading Places* when I was like oh. ten. And that's got boobs and lots of yeah. You know, I, I I was like Eddie Murphy's like my hero, and uh, but it's so inappropriate for a ten-year-old. It's so inappropriate for a twelve or thirteen-year-old. It's it's a crazy yeah. movie, but it's um, still it's still my favorite movie comedy I think of all time.
3: Of all time, Trading Spaces. No, it's not called that. Trading yeah. trading, <laughs> trading Spaces. Trading uh, Spaces still gets a little dirty when they go to depending that on the room one. Of that that could be very filthy. What uh, we've talked about it many times, Ben, the first R-rated movie I saw was Shampoo. My dad took me to see the movie Shampoo. Oh, wow. And um,
2: Was it in black and white?
3: Uh, no, no, that's the same color. It's a beautiful uh, Warren Beatty and uh, but and Julie Christie. But There's some some sex in there.
2: I've just been recommending two Warren Beatty movies. Go One ahead. One was Reds, which I've never seen. It's good. It's long, but it's good. And then Heaven Can Wait, which I did watch. What'd you think of that?
3: I remember just liking
2: it. I I, uh, thought Warren Beatty was great, but um, this is like right now quarantine for me is like trying to get classics into me. Mm -hmm. I like watched Taking a Pelham One Two Three with Math out and was blown away and I could not believe how good it was. And I was like, feed me those. So I emailed all my friends and got this great list together and Heaven Can Wait was on one of the lists. And I thought it was good, but it wasn't like, like the movies that we're going through, like the original producers, still unbelievable. Right. And, mm-hmm. Like we're going through all that stuff. Odd couple, still unbelievable. And then that one was good, but it wasn't like, you know, those
3: i'll agree with that i uh that's kind of how i always felt i even remember at the time uh, when everybody was raving about it because uh, i'm much older than you mm-hmm, uh and uh you know i saw it uh, and you, I, first i was surprised they were talking i've never seen a movie where people talk in it yeah
2: to, uh, you've only seen that railroad one where it goes right uh, towards the screen of course you got
3: a guy <laughs> playing an organ while that happens and that, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, going yeah. to the theater that's how you're supposed to do it yeah now course. i got them talking up there like uh, warlocks
2: yeah what are you paying for if not the pianist you thought the money was going to write to the pianist i thought it was him he's making a <laughs> yeah. bucks. yeah of course. And he
3: deserves it he tickles all 88 of those things oh he doesn't leave not one is excluded um uh but I, just to circle back and finish that uh, my take right. on whenever i watch long-form improv like what you guys are doing uh is i i don't do that i do you know even though i improvise most of my stand-up set uh, I don't do what you do, so I never feel jealous watching it, so I, I'm in, I'm impressed, and I'm able to take a step back and go, well, you don't do this, so I can just watch it as a spectator, whereas if I watch stand-up, I will sometimes go, well, that's where the joke goes, that's where that goes, and, yeah. and so I don't get to enjoy it as much unless it's somebody like Mulaney's latest special, which is Flawless. Yes, um, he's,
2: he's a master. Or, or, I think or goal memes, probably, you know, the same way for... Um, If I had watched improv, I think also, like, uh, I don't know if this is the same for stand-up, but I've done thousands of shows now. Like, I've been doing it for 20 years. I know you've been probably doing it for twice as long as comedy for twice as long as me, but 20 years doing long-form improv, which is like, so I've seen one billion shows. (laughs) So I never go see improv because I've done so much with so many different people and so I wonder if that could be, maybe improvisers aren't as, like, I don't know. But I know like the people coming up have been very excited and they're breaking it down and they're asking like heady questions, which never happens because there's so few examples of it that someone could rewatch something and ask a question, right. which also brought so much pressure to the specials. We, so the way that I sold it, which you might find interesting is that, um, although it was very difficult, to so sell, the way that Thomas and I sold it was that. Um, stand-ups could record. although Jimmy, by the way, the way that I didn't know that all your stuff is improvised. I wasn't aware of that. I thought you came in with like bullet points and try to well, I have bullet points
3: but uh, but I try to improvise most of the set.
2: That's great. I love that idea. That makes it exciting. It also probably makes it exciting for you after doing it for so long, right?
3: If I need to hear my act one more time, I'll throw myself off a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and by the way, and my audience will be uh, jumping right along with me, like lemmings, like that video game (laughs) lemmings. (laughs) Yep. Um,
2: God, I'm freaking out. Old, well done. Uh, So the way that we sold it, and uh, I think which helped the pitch quite a bit was that. When stand-up does when a stand-up uh comedian does a special, they usually need six to eight months to generate material. They work it all around, and then they have uh one or two nights of filming the same exact set, and you edit those together. So you get two nights, one or two nights of filming. Sometimes it's one, you just do two shows. Uh sometimes it's two. Um, although Mulaney, I think, did six. He's a, a genius. Also, the fact that they did in Radio City, that's like uh, I-, I loved it. But so um yeah, I did that at, so my pitch with Thomas was you give us two nights, we'll do two shows every night. Every single one of those shows is a different special. You're going to get, so I said, if you give us four, let us cut one. So, so there's not every moment is so pressured So we know that one of those specials we can just get rid of. We'll air three. Uh, we'll give you three separate specials and we shot them all within 27 hours. So like, you know, the first one was at seven, the last one ended at whatever, 11 the next night. And that was it. That's yeah. all we had. And um, whatever happens in the special is what's in there. We cut out a lot of the talk with the crowd at the beginning because I was afraid that if someone pressed play and just saw Middleton Schwartz and didn't know what this was, they would think the whole special is just crowd work. And I was like, no, they wouldn't wait enough to get to the actual improv show. Mm -hmm. So um, we made sure we cut like 10 or 12 minutes from that. Netflix asked us to keep it under an hour. We made little trims almost all to the beginning. And then what it is is what it is. But that's the biggest selling point was you know, you give us, just give us a shot. You know, we're not getting paid a ton. Just give us a shot. Uh, as you can see, we put almost all of our money into the cameras because we're like, we're going to make sure that every angle is done. So when we edit this, we can cinematically make it feel like you're watching a real thing. And it's not just a wide the whole time. So, um, uh, so that's kind of what it is. The biggest, I think the biggest selling point for them, because, you know, Netflix really need, or is looking for content, is we can give you three times the amount of specials for the same exact amount of time and less money than you're paying mm-hmm. other people
3: right well i'm looking forward to watching it i hear good things i I, uh this news reporter won't shut up about it i think he should focus on his job (laughs) i want to say it's brian Carum, but i could be wrong about that name okay uh but it was again i always i get a kick out of that whenever i see against uh, a, a friend's name pop up in an unexpected place uh and I, right admittedly I get a little jealous because uh, what the fuck did it take to mention me? That's what I uh, that's what I immediately <laughs> thought. I never think that. I never think that. Why would?
2: Were you very know. competitive coming up in real in real life or no?
3: Um, I I don't know if I'm competitive as much as I'm uh, uh, bitter after the fact. Um, I don't. I. Uh, I don't I was never really competitive as a stand-up. We were all kind of supportive of each other when I started. and there mm-hmm. would be the hey, how'd you get that as we all you know every comic would be, hey, I'm working at Zany's. So oh, how'd you get that booking? like that sort of stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, and then you quickly realize that to stop saying that as you you know it's if you're still saying that after 20 years there's something wrong with you, uh, yeah, I got it because I'm doing comedy and I'm doing it well. That's how I got it. And
2: Sarah once gave me Sarah Silverman gave me a great line once because I'm sh- I'm sure everybody on this thing has had a version of this to work. I'll have a show and I'll think it's pretty good. Uh, and some, but not great. And someone will come up to me and my default is, Oh, I'm not great at getting compliments. So my default will be to kind of shit on myself. Or if I really didn't think so, I'd be like, I'd be like that show was great. And I'm like, Oh yeah I, yeah, I Yeah. Like we had a tough landing. It was a rough landing at the end. I wish we called back some stuff. And I, I think Sarah was either around once or she told me afterwards. She goes, why would you do that? That person had a great time watching your show. They loved it. And now you're making them feel like they're wrong. And I was like, that's so interesting. So I'm still bad at it because I think it's partially because I get embarrassed. uh, Unless I know that we had like a, we crushed. Unless I was like, yeah, that was a really, I'll say like, that was a really fun one. But if there's any little thing in my head that makes it feel like it wasn't a great show, I'll always let it out. And I'm trying to be better at holding that stuff in. Mm -hmm.
3: I I don't, I, I, and I'm sad to say that I do not remember the person that told me this, but I passed it down to Matt when we do live shows and stuff like that. Uh, Same deal. I was doing a show once and you know, I thought it was OK. And the guy people were walking past me. And I, I was just I was the opening act to somebody. And and they were like, great show, great show. And I'm like, oh, you know what? You should have been here last night. Last night was a better show. Yes, I've done it before. And the, the the headliner pulled me aside and said exactly what Sarah said to you. Why They, they liked it. Why are you convincing them that they didn't like that? They, they didn't see last night. And maybe last night was better to you. But to them, they enjoyed this. So shut up. I know.
2: I, I'm trying to get better at it.
3: It's but it's still hard. It's like uh, you know you still do the thing. Oh yeah, we saw you in Vegas. Oh what show did you see? you like, like you like you want it to be the one that you liked, but um, but also
2: I think there's a I, I, that's exactly the reason for me. But also there's a a part of me that's like um, if someone says great show and you're like I know right? Like, <laughs> Wouldn't <laughs> yeah. that be icky? If someone oh it'd be like, horrible yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so you you got know, that I'll right buddy. Yeah like I think it's just like a oh, thing. It's just saying thank you. I think yeah is the yeah thing, yeah glad glad you enjoyed it yeah yeah, yeah move yeah, on that's
3: right. right matt i've shared that with you You i've taught you that lesson i've took you under my wing and Mm -hmm. taught you yeah Hey,
0: is I,
2: Garen going to say someone insane at the end, like the joke to end everything? <laughs>
0: he's been writing down, like, it here's like some he buttons it with
2: ideas. The thing he's been working on the entire time. Yeah.
3: Garen's yeah. job is to take notes and chime in from time to time. Don't put that kind of pressure Garen, on Garen.
2: This is what I need for you, baby. <laughs> By the way, I never use the word baby. Ever. You've used it nine times <laughs> it's this episode yeah, it's out of I control. <laughs> to me, I thought it was funny to call you baby, this little idiot kid calling a, a person who's done com- comedy twice as long. But Yeah, it's, it's not twice as long. Stop making yeah, me hundred years old. Stop, be an ancient <laughs> old man. Whenever Jimmy says the goodbye or whatever, you know, his classic <laughs> to get rid of me, I would love if you just threw that one great, great joke or great piece at the end. You do have to tell us what it is, but right when Jimmy says goodbye, I need you to just be really funny because you haven't said anything this whole time. Just give me a I- thumbs up.
4: I, I will do my best for you.
2: Thank you so much. I
3: appreciate <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ben Schwartz is our guest. He's got the three great specials over there on the Netflix, uh, Middle Dish and Schwartz. We're going to watch one tonight. The wedding, I'm told to watch. Um, he's also now, Ben, I was going to ask you this before we get. We got to get into our trivia at some point as well. But I wanted to ask, are you part of the Parks and Rec reunion show that's happening?
2: Oh, I'm not allowed to say, but I will say. Oh, this. I my, see. OK, my hair is. If if I was on it, they could not have picked a better time. To me on it. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> my hair has never been this crazy ever. So, uh, but Jealous. it's this Thursday, and it's uh, it. I will be watching. I you, cannot wait to see it.
3: I uh, I'm looking forward to it. And look, here's the thing that I would uh, probably should have texted you, but I'll tell you now. Uh, my favorite char- that was my favorite character on the series. Come uh, on, it was no. no I'm not uh, with, with uh, by leaps and bounds. You're
2: very um, kind. Although now it sounds like you're shitting on everybody else. Yeah, kind of sounded kind of like that. I didn't, I didn't mean
3: it like that.
0: Uh, you like the one no. recurring guy who was in, you know, <laughs> showed up in season three or whatever. Although you know
2: what
3: that said, you know who else I loved. I loved when Billy Eichner showed up. I liked you and yeah. Billy Eichner were my two favorite parts of that show. And he's really funny. Too. Uh, you made me laugh every single time because. Uh, do
2: you think Billy Eichner could do Billy on the Street anymore? Probably never again.
3: Oh wow! I Ooh, never didn't think about right? that.
2: Right? It'd be, it'll be a while. It'd be a while. Although it'll New York. If anybody, if any, if any city would kind of go, all right. Oh, fuck that. by the way, you're right. I, they, I, my friends in New York are telling me that no, everybody's running around. It's crazy <laughs> out there. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Too fake. but although at the same time, when Conan O'Brien goes and does a remote, people are excited that it's him. Mm-hmm. So you're you're kind of coming at it from a different angle as opposed to just this guy you don't know attacking you on the street. Now it's like I'm going to get attacked by Billy Eichner. Yes, and then you want to play along, right? Couldn't that be the it could yeah.
2: be. I was talking about just that health wise. Health wise, you came. Oh, I see what you're, you're talking yeah.
3: down during during the COVID.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh like no! TV but I could like, see I could see him playing the twenty feet away joke. Yeah, I think that'd be great. When do you, you think we're allowed to start performing again in live venues?
3: Hear me out. Friday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: we got something booked. We we really we, want to make this we happen. We got
3: something booked and we can't we can't uh, we can't break this contract right. But yeah. um, what do you think? Mid July is my guess. Uh, before it's uh, maybe. I,
2: I think probably. I, I think legally. I think you'll probably be able to book stuff by then. I don't think people will be comfortable till the end of the year. I, I think, but maybe I'm wrong. I think we have shows coming up at the end of the year, but. it's just because we canceled them and they had to move them right i have have no idea i have no idea what it even looks like is it every other seat i don't even know what it is now
3: uh you know i was we talked about this on the last episode i was talking to a club owner talking about that that it's going to unless it's like you and you and your wife otherwise it's going to have to be every other seat um you know and, and even that seems close right um yeah I don't know what I all I heard though and, and Matt uh, you probably this probably caught your ear as well is that uh, uh Ben's canceled gigs got moved to the end of the year hmm <laughs> what happened to yours Jimmy they just got canceled <laughs> um <laughs> hey we'll circle back that's what I got in that high pitch I, I even read the high pitched in the text uh, <laughs> hey we'll circle back
2: you know talking to work out
3: <laughs> oh no and look i did not take it I, I i take it in that they don't know what the shit's going on
2: well i also think if you're what kind of venues are they what where, where are you playing
3: oh you know comedy clubs and, and i think mo- comedy
2: clubs are going to be near impossible to open you're so smushed in i know up.
3: right yeah
2: it's really difficult and also half of that is drinks they're all the money is through drinks yeah. so it's like how do, how do you serve drinks uh, it's going to be so interesting someone will figure out in a limbo version. And then, you know what I mean? Like purgatory version between this and that, and then there'll be whatever the norm is, but it's scary, man. Are you guys, do you guys talk about how anxious you are about all this stuff or how you feel? Uh, we
3: talked about, uh, in fact, earlier, Garen is only, uh, he only really goes out. He's been to target twice and then he walks his dog. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to the beach over the weekend and, uh, <laughs> had a great time splashed around with some strangers <laughs> and, uh, and of course you I got went,
2: one of those banana boats. <laughs> I got a banana boat.
3: I brought like come on, let's get as many people as we can on this thing. Let's take a uh, little, uh, Fun uh, spin around the ocean. Uh, you know, I'm going to target. I'm doing what needs to be done, but, uh, you know, uh, it depends on the day uh, you know some days i feel like uh everything's fine and then the next day i feel like uh i, w- I want to just sit and, and cry on my chair you know what i mean yep not that i'm rg bunker that i have my chair that's not like a uh right isn't that how we are matt elliot yeah. your thoughts yeah uh,
0: it, i mean it's it's different i don't know this may be too, too personal to ask ben but are you alone in quarantine or do you have someone with you
2: this is gonna blow your mind i'm living in a fraternity <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Christ, it's a horrible time for that. Oh there's 35 other dudes here. Wow, <laughs> we're just we're getting we're having so much fun.
0: Yeah, that's
2: good. Uh, no, I'm not alone, which makes it which makes it yeah. 20. And there's a dog in this house, so it's like that's good. I those two things. I will say that I'm pretty good. We I've also been lucky that it, um I've randomly been busy because we've been doing all of our press mileage and Schwartz, and we had Sonic Press, and I'm writing. But the weekend yesterday was my first like. I had like a sad, I had my sad day yesterday where I, I woke up, I had a free day and it was just, my mind is just, mm-hmm. it was just sad. It was such a weird feeling and I can't even point to what was making me sad. Yeah. It wasn't the the drinking disinfectant. It wasn't like looking at the numbers, which every night I, I had to stop watching certain things and I had to stop reading certain things before bed yeah. or I would have nightmares and it would wake me up. So, um, but yesterday was my sad day but i've been pretty good up until then little anxiety bouts of anxiety or sleep has really been my sleep patterns have really been messed with
3: yeah sleep has been in fact i woke up today and and said to myself i think i'm gonna take a sleeping pill tonight because my sleep has just been atrocious just yeah Yeah. uh, are you guys
2: having vivid dreams very like you can remember your dreams
3: and i'm not having that you're not having bad dreams matt I'm that not, seems to be a, cur- a common thing There was yeah, man, thing like you've something. never had a dream
2: before I,
0: don't, I just nod when people talk about them I'm like it sounds cool it's like a movie but it's a, and, yeah. and when you're asleep mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like I, when I, you
2: heard MLK's speech you didn't understand
0: <laughs> what he was talking about no, <laughs> yeah but it, I mean yeah I, I learned about it in school and I memorized you know what, what I was supposed to feel but
3: <laughs> hang on guys I have to very quickly I have to not answer not a thing a serial, uh, serial killer uh, would say uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: I was I had a yesterday I just have moments of just being very angry and frustrated out of nowhere like yeah. uh, and yesterday Yesterday, uh, my son's eighth birthday was on Saturday. And I think I hadn't I was so focused on like uh, my wife and I were both very focused on making sure it was a great day for him. But when it was oh, and I kept thinking it oh, it was his birthday. Yeah, yeah. He turned eight on Saturday. Um, Does he
2: like Sonic or DuckTales?
0: Or anything? <laughs> He's watched a little DuckTales. Yeah, he likes that. Uh, we haven't You're seen Sonic if yet. If you want
2: me to send him like a happy birthday voice note, if he doesn't get oh, that would be awesome.
0: Uh, yeah, he. It, I wanted to go see Sonic with him, but the we didn't get out before the before everything shut down. We didn't get a chance to go. Yeah, so. yeah.
3: Go now, man. There's no crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: I mean, it seems like if if they would just like let one group at a time like that's better than no people going to movies right if just one family goes to the movies
2: yeah i mean you'll make money i
3: guess you, you each get your you'll own time hey, slot <laughs> to your point though matt what, what, what that might be a good way for, to open up theaters it's like just limit it to 50 people at a time yeah. and scatter yourselves around so that it's okay right because 50 people in a movie theater I, assuming we're talking like a multiplex a big, yeah you, you'd have a lot of room around you yeah, I,
0: I think they're, maybe that'll be the first step is finding I a way. To, right. yeah. I think that's right. Yeah, The first movie, step,
2: of course, is acceptance. Were, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Accepted, yeah. Of course, yeah. Thinking, one of my friends was saying that drive-ins would be coming oh, back, yeah which I thought would be a great idea, but yeah. then I was like, no, what happens when you have to go to the bathroom? Like, Then mm-hmm. the whole plan is over. You, you know gotta, what I mean? Like, yeah. You can have a Bluetooth in your thing and get all the audio, and I love the idea of, let's say it's the five of us, we're in our cars next to each other and yeah. we can kind of have a shared experience. I actually love that. I used to love driving uh, yeah. when I was a kid. Um, but then, what about getting food? What about, you know, like all these things? You yeah. have, it just becomes, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah,
3: know. it's complicated. Uh, I agree with all of that. Uh, I just like getting hand jobs at driving. Hey, let's take a break. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, I misheard you. My thing, I think. I got oh,
3: no, it. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, everybody had audio trouble. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me give you the trivia oh. Uh, oh, yeah. category. Here's yep. your category, and Garen, how much are we playing for? Did somebody win last week? Well, oh no, nobody the, won the, last that, week. Was that crazy Abel Lincoln question? The trivia is just a five dollar. Yeah, but it doesn't go. Over oh, it's always five dollars. That's, terrible that's right. We go to the yeah. Jeremy Herbal uh, Trivia T ten, and uh, you're going to get five dollars. So Ben, you're going to bet between zero and twenty five. Um, uh, meaning if everybody gets it wrong, whoever has the lowest bet wins, right, Elliot? Is that out there?
1: L- the lowest resulting amount? So, so if everybody gets it wrong and you bet zero, then you'd have 25 points, so then you would win. Got it. What's the okay. subject?
3: The subject, and then we'll take a break. The subject, and we'll be back with more Ben Schwartz right after this. Uh, is literature literature? Oh boy, get your bets ready. We'll be back. Never not funny. Oh. Coming back.
0: Hey, guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Ben Schwartz is on Twitter at Rejected Jokes. He's also on Netflix with his friend Thomas Middleditch. Middleditch and Schwartz. That is the three-part improv special that I'm very excited to watch. If you have Netflix, you can watch it, and uh, I recommend you do so. Also, check out, there's an indie film you can get on iTunes and Amazon, wherever you get uh, on-demand movies. There's a, a movie he did with Billy Crystal called Standing Up, Falling Down, which we talk about a little bit later in the show, or maybe we've already talked about it. I don't know where you are in the show yet honestly but uh that sounded great and i'm going to check that out as well of course sonic the hedgehog if you enjoy uh retro video games and ben's voice that's the place to go <laughs> sonic the hedgehog the movie and uh that's it for ben for never not funny we actually do have a live date sort of Saturday, May 2nd, this Saturday, 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time. We are going to do a virtual live Never Not Funny at FlappersComedy.com. This is uh, to raise money for the Flappers staff, all the great uh, wait staff and people in the kitchen and uh, people who take the tickets and everybody who does such a great job of keeping flappers going. We are trying to support them during this time. So, uh, check out a live never not funny at um, uh, on Saturday, May 2nd, 7:30 Pacific at flapperscomedy.com. Finally, if you are a Platinum Plus or Platinum Primo member and you have not submitted your t-shirt size yet, please go to our website nevernotfunny.com, click the Platinum link and then click on perks and you will see uh, you'll see a cool little video that uh, Mario De made. Uh, promoting his shirts and then you can uh, enter your shirt size right there please do that and enjoy
3: i'm going to tell you guys something dear listener when i started podcasting you guys remember back in the days when tumbleweeds were across the podcasting desert uh an online store was the furthest thing from my mind now i'm selling but we, we got what we got a hat shirts we got a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. it's easy all because we use Shopify.
0: Yeah, we're setting up Shopify for the uh, the perks in this uh, this new year for our, our platinum subscribers, and uh, boy, I really enjoy their website. It's super easy to set a, set up an account and uh, get going with them. So, kudos to them for making it easy.
3: Well, if Matt Belknap could do it, you can do it. That's mm-hmm. what he just basically told us, and That's I uh, I uh, just uh, recapped it. I've spoken before. <laughs> yeah. I have spoken before about Shopify. Now, Shopify uh, is uh, its just terrific. You could be selling scented soaps, which we may, we're we talking about getting into the scented soap business. I would love a soap bar with the Never Enough Any logo on it, Dude, honestly. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> um, or maybe you're offering outdoor outfits.
0: Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> well, if it's, if it's warm out, the t-shirt could be an outdoor
3: outfit. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, but maybe we get into the jacket business. We have had hats, too. We've had so. hats. That's true. Uh, look, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore with Shopify Collective. You can curate products to sell from the brands you love, giving customers more variety and business more sales. Uh, now, listen, Shopify is easy peasy, as Matt Belknap said. Uh, let me walk you through what I want you to do. You can sign up right now for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Uh, you do that right now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash P-A-R-D-O, Shopify dot com slash pardo Shopify. Cha-ching. I'm going to pronounce this properly, Earn in. Earn in. E A R N I N is pronounced ernin. I don't know how else you would pronounce it, but they really want it clear that that's how to pronounce it.
0: Yeah, it, I guess maybe some people might get a little confused cuz two words that are usually separated by a space are actually squished together into one word. All
3: right, so let, let, let's all right, let's go with your premise. Mm-hmm. You got the two words. You got earn and in. How would you say those separately? Earnin. That's together. Mm-hmm. I asked for you to do it separately. Oh, separately. Earn in. Or er, earnin. All right, yeah. now do it together. Earn in. Yeah, see? You're... <laughs> Uh, all right. So maybe they're right. Uh, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to 100 bucks a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Look, Again, we, we've talked about it before. Maybe you got a last minute gift for a loved one. you got upcoming rent. Uh, and uh oh, paycheck's run out with the other bills. That's where Earnin' jumps in and helps you out. Uh, you can download Earnin' today. Uh, let me spell that for you. We've had fun pronouncing it. <laughs> now let's spell it. <laughs> let me spell it for you E A R N I N, and that is in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin' app, I'm asking you to do this for us. Type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That'll let them know that we sent you there. It helps us out. Never Not Funny under podcast over there. At Earnin. It is subject to your available earnings. Location, daily max and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and trust member FDIC. Once again, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. up, Get up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Earnin, Get your money now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 2609. Ben Schwartz is here taking time away from as many Now, I mentioned it earlier. I'm going to read the question here very quickly. But, Ben, I before I forget, we, we alluded to the Billy Crystal movie. Now, was that supposed to come out and then got pushed back? Or when, when is that movie it was, due? it was an
2: independent movie, so the goal was always, like, it, it did festivals, and then we got lucky that we got, like, certified fresh, and we got distribution. And so you can get it on iTunes or Amazon. Oh, you can? I yep. did not know that you could. That one, I think you really like. He he uh, he gives an insanely good performance performance. Uh, it's a really sweet movie. I really liked uh, I really liked that movie, and it was really inexpensive. It was like we were changing in the cars. You know oh, what really? I mean? It was, yeah, and to see him, you know, who has done everything, be game for all that stuff. And he picked me to be in the movie, so the movie could have been about anything, and I would have said yes. Of course.
3: G- give but the name of the movie for everybody.
2: It's called Standing Up, Falling Down. That is, yeah. I'm happy you're talking about it, because that's the one that has gotten the least amount of press, because Sonic ended up being this uh, fun phenomenon thing. And Standing Up came out like a week after that. So it kind of got drowned out a little bit. So I'm really am proud of that movie. It's me and Billy Crystal, directed by Matt Ratner. and A guy named Peter Hoare, who's a, a writer from uh, from Long Island. And the movie takes place in Long Island.
3: It. Uh, I, 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 I apologize. I did not know that it came out. I thought it got pushed back because of the COVID. But no. uh, when I saw the trailer... Uh, and, and to circle back to what you said, I, I can't think of a movie that I didn't like Billy Crystal in. Like he's, even the movies that you go, ah, that
2: movie was okay. He's still great in them. He's one of those guys. We just rewatched Throw Mama from the Train. Do you remember Throw Mama from the yeah. Train? Yes. And I think DeVito directed that. And I think someone incredible DP, like Sonnenfeld or somebody, but it's like, it's it's so weird and great and cool and different. And I really liked it. We've been, we watched a lot of uh, Billy Crystal movies in this house after, you know, uh after doing that movie with him.
3: i would uh, imagine that was a thrill you know uh, thrill of a lifetime just uh, i mean he, mr saturday night's great city yeah, slickers it's, is great like he's it's
2: just it was one of those things where i just i just shut up and listened and enjoyed everything i liked and i i mean you know what i mean like anytime he talked i'm like
3: uh, <laughs> yeah. and,
2: and then you know then it and then it becomes talking about robin and then you're like oh you know like you just keep because he's it's so funny we went uh, i ended up becoming very good friends with him because we helped write the rewrite this movie together. And then the movie experience went incredible. And we are very similar in a lot of ways. And we do bits on the, we leave each other bits and stuff on the phone. He's just, you know, he's been amazing. And so he's like, come come to, come to my birthday, uh, party or or, 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 a dinner for his birthday. So I came and it's like, it's like Martin short, Rob Reiner, me, (laughs) like what is going on? Right. And everybody's so kind. And just, uh, you know, there's that moment anytime you meet anybody uh, that you're like, oh, that's I, I've seen his face so many times. Like when I met yeah. Billy for the first time, it's like, oh, I've seen your face so many times that you're not a person yet. You're not a normal person yet. You're a celebrity still. Yeah. And it takes talking like a normal person with them to be like, okay, now they're just a person. Right. But when, when I was at that table, it was like, oh, god, 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 it was like just too many <laughs> icons that I've looked up to. I, if you look at Rob Reiner. Uh, and his directing career, and mm. there's like a run of quite possibly the most eclectic filmmaking and high yeah. level filmmaking I've ever seen in my life. With it. it's Spinal Tap, then Princess Bride, then Misery, then A Few right. Good Men. Yeah. Right, and it's like he does everything. I'm in all that guy. So it stand was by very me. Special to meet those guys.
0: And stand by uh, me is incredible too. Stand yeah, stand by, by me. me is in
2: that in that bunch. By yep. the
0: way, yep, uh, it's crazy. And say and anything, you, which which is also a great romantic comedy road movie. You directed
2: yeah. Say Anything.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. right after Spinal Tap. Yeah.
3: Right after Spinal Tap, right?
0: Yeah, I think oh, it was right between after, between oh. Spinal Tap and, uh, and Princess Harry Bride. When Harry Met Sally, probably. Uh, yeah. No, it was before no, he, Princess Bride. But I actually was just watching a making of Princess Bride thing that I found on YouTube. And there's a great story about Billy Crystal in that where um, uh, Mandy Patinkin was saying that... <laughs> He, you know, he he and uh, Carrie always like just worked their asses off to learn how to fence and and sword fight to do all the sword fighting scenes. They didn't use any doubles for the sword fighting. And uh, and it was like crazy stuff. And they were really proud of how it all came out. But it was, you know, a little dangerous to be swinging swords around. Mandy Patinkin said that he didn't get any injuries shooting the sword fighting, but he bruised his rib trying to stifle himself from laughing when they were shooting the Miracle Max scene with oh, Billy Crystal. Oh, that's great. Cause like Bill, like Rob Reiner would just let Billy go. And then I guess Rob Reiner would get up and leave because he knew he was going to laugh. So he would, he would say action and then he would get out of there. So, he, oh. so he wouldn't blow the take. And then Mandy Patinkin was just standing there like buckled over, trying not to, blow the takes by laughing so he like actually bruised a rib trying to stop himself that's from laughing. that's an
2: incredible story yeah uh
3: ben if you get a chance and by no means am i telling you you have to do this uh rob reiner was a guest on this show oh what do you guys think well Amazing. Uh, uh, first of all the nicest kindest funniest guy okay. and he did what we are describing as he had he has no idea how on brand for never not funny what he did was he came in And Monopoly, the board game came up and he said, you know, I used to be able to go around the board and and could list the properties in order and i said well give it a try and he's like i don't know. And He it goes oh, okay and then he starts doing it <laughs> and it is the funniest seven minutes in the history of the show it is the greatest seven minutes might <laughs> be however long it takes uh, but uh, what does he say Matt? we go here come the yellows yeah, what, what, then what? you got the yellows here
0: come the yellows okay now we got we well, then we got <laughs> the marvin gardens and of course you've got the railroad
2: and then <laughs> uh, it's the great legend yeah. he's and so he, funny still also he's so funny
3: he was so great and then off the like, what, what, what did he say when he was looking for a snack and he looked at poker chips? Well, I don't want to eat those. <laughs> and then, like, just those guys that, like, you know, the same experience I had when I met Mel Brooks where it's like, oh, they're just dudes the that want to be funny.
2: I've never met him. That's the, oh. like, when people say, who do you want to see this special? I was like, man, uh, Rob Reiner's come to a show or two of mine uh, and his daughter nice. and his his wife who's very funny. Uh, they came and they loved it, which was, like, huge. But, man, like, mel brooks like invented whatever we don't need to talk about it. but I, i'm very much a, a part of respect your elders everything is possible because of these people so those, I, uh the, the, that guy especially uh to see if he even liked anything that uh, we do would be incredible i uh
3: i i bored the listener with this many times but i will tell it to you um very quickly uh when mel brooks came on uh conan uh, I went into his dressing room, of course, because I had to, I had to meet him. I had to. I had to. Even if I'm crossing a line, I have to meet Mel Brooks. And so I went in. Mr. Brooks, nice to nice to meet you. Blah blah. blah. i could not have been Jimmy Jimmy Potter. Okay, what a name, Potter. Jimmy Potter, love it. <laughs> and so he's being so kind and gracious. And and then it dawned on me as I was leaving, uh, and he's doing his segment. And I was like, oh shit, we have a family friend in common. I literally have a connection, a man that was at my wedding is one of Mel's best friends and I oh, should have wow. I should have mentioned that. So I'm not going to he's done with this oh, segment. No, friends. Jimmy. No, oh, no, no. Hear me out. Wait for it. <laughs> he I said I, I go, "Hey," he goes, "Uh uh," he goes, "Oh, nice to meet you, young man." I said, "Hey, I forgot to mention that uh, we we're, we're family friends with Lee DeLano." And he goes, "Oh, Lee DeLano, of course." And then he tells a great story about Lee DeLano. Uh then we talk about and then he talks about Sid Caesar and then he's oh. leaving. And as he walks out of the green room, uh, he's walking out of the green room to go to his car at the top of his lungs. He goes, well, this was great. Pardo! <laughs> and leaves. And everybody rushes over. What was that about? I go, it doesn't matter what it was about. Mel Brooks just ended his day by yelling my name at the top of his lungs. It doesn't get fucking better than that.
2: Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable
3: the greatest. Can I borrow? I know, again, I've told the listener this story way too many times, but I'm going to tell it to you, Ben. The cool.
2: listener? You guys have one now?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, I call the listener as a, as a
0: whole. As it's a because he keeps telling the story. Uh, they just keep
2: dropping keep off brindling. until there's
0: a
3: the one left.
2: <laughs> but this will
3: just show you how great of a guy Mel Brooks is. So Mel Brooks is on the Paramount lot, and Lee Delano is there, and Lee has been in all of, was in all of, uh, uh, of Mel's movies. He was on your well, show, who, shows. Who's
2: Lee, uh, who Lee Delano? Just so I know, he, can you name him in uh, Producers or he's a ca- or He's
3: a character actor. Uh, who uh, doesn't have huge roles in these movies, but he's in them. Uh, His big thing was when your show of shows went on the road, Lee did the Carl Reiner roles because Carl went on to do Dick Van Dyke.
2: Oh my God, that's huge. So he was huge in the show.
3: Yes. So Lee tells this story that he's on the Paramount lot and he's doing... Uh, an episode of Charlie's Angels, and he's walking uh, from the commissary back to the stage, and he runs into Mel, and Mel's like, "Lee, what the fuck are you doing here?" You know, and he goes, well, "I'm doing a thing of Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. What are you wasting your time with that crap for?" And he goes, "He goes, well, you know, I'm working after. I'm just trying to get by." And he played, he was playing a heavy, you know, a, a thug and uh, a bad guy, and so Mel's like, oh that's great. Uh, good for you. Good to run into. You. Good to see you pal." And you know, where are you at? You over on stage twelve? Because yeah, we're on- They shoot Charlie's on stage twelve, so. They're shooting the show, they're in the middle of a scene, and the door opens up, and everybody hears, Where's Lee Delano? Where's that son of a bitch, Lee Delano? That guy owes me money. And everybody's upset, everybody's mad, and then walking on the stage is Mel Brooks. Nobody goes, It's fucking Mel Brooks. <laughs> but what I love about it is here's a guy who's very Mel Brooks is famous, and he still just wants to be a comic. He just, he just wants, wants to wants to a, do
2: bits. Just wants to do bits. You see that documentary about him on HBO? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, just watching him in the 70s or, you know, like going to his, just just he's just funny. He's just a funny dude. Just that funny is on this earth to make everybody laugh. And he just seems like he loves everybody. He just seems like a good dude.
3: Yeah, it's uh, he and Carl are just uh, Carl. I call him Carl. I met him once. He and Carl. Uh, I, uh, there's not a lot of time left for them because they're so mm. they're in their 90s. And it's like, yeah. And Carl is slowed down, but still sharp. And Mel Mel still acts like he's 37 years old. It's fascinating to me. Amazing, amazing.
2: Uh,
3: All right, here we go. Trivia question. Here's your trivia question. Yeah. In in literary terms, in literary terms, hang on. What does Bibliosmia mean? Bibliosmia. B-I-B-L-I-O-S-M-I-A. Is that one word or two? It is one word, B-I-B-L-I-O-S-M-I-A. Jimmy, if I may, I believe that's
4: what older Spanish women say when something shocks them. (laughs) (laughs) Bibliosmia.
2: Bibliosmia. Never care, man. Did he present the whole show? (laughs) Yeah, show's over. Show's over. He did it. (laughs) Drop the mic. He did it.
3: Uh, In literary terms, what does bibliosmia mean? (laughs) Bibliosmia.
2: Oh boy! Can we write down our answer.
3: Yeah, write down your answer. I'm gonna write mine down. Uh,
1: I can say that I don't know the answer, but I will be guessing. I don't know if anybody else has the same experience. Me. yeah, I don't know this to be true.
3: Um, I don't know the thing I'm writing down. I know there's a real term for it, but I'm gonna, but I've written it down in the most. Uh, base terms possible for my guess all right i need I've this five dollars all right let me check in with the pop culture beast uh he's been referred to but not heard from very often today uh probably in his head thinking about another conspiracy theory <laughs> to get him? what is ben doing to get to garen what what game is he playing uh garen cockerel hi garen hello all right now listen uh in the next episode we'll uh, certainly hear more about your weekend uh but i want to just check in make sure you're doing okay
4: yeah, doing good we had uh our neighbors came by last night at about two o'clock in the morning so that'll be a Whoa. teaser
3: what all right a little teaser for the next episode that the uh, garen's neighbors came by at 2 a.m got to imagine for a little uh activity while well, garen's in the corner so um <laughs> what?
1: nobody what puts Garen in the corner
3: nobody um so gary oh, re- go really ahead. quick yes.
4: I, so let's let me do this correction really fast before i get letters Rob Reiner did not directly say anything. He directed the sure thing. Oh, that's, that's
2: sorry. That was almost certainly that's you what know. I meant. Sorry, you. sorry. Thank you. I, sorry, Matt. I know you're very smart. I didn't want to make you look like an absolute fucking idiot.
0: <laughs> 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 well, I would have accepted it. That that I deserve mockery for
3: that. Same mistake. actor. You don't have. Don't feel bad. I'll you know, mockery. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Is that type, is that the type of shit you do on that middle dish program of yours? Yeah,
2: don't watch it. let, yeah, me, I'm just, out.
3: let me just I'm take out. that
0: off my cue real quick. Sorry,
3: guys. I will say this, Matt. When you said "say anything," my ear heard "sure thing" because I knew that was uh, way yeah. I was I was just I just meant
0: yeah that movie with <laughs> the word thing in it with John Cusack. Yeah, but uh, it was the wrong
3: uh, movie. Um, all right, so let's check, uh, Garen. So uh, now that you've done your correction, please give me your answer to, in literary terms, what does bibliosmia mean?
4: Oh, mia you know Masters of
1: English. It's
4: uh I have a master's in screenwriting. I Elliot. Mean, uh,
3: let the man have his one fucking minute to talk. Just uh just a bachelor's in,
1: in uh
4: English. Um yeah, bibliomia. You know, it's a technical term for liter- a lot of literature people know it. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's a footnote in a bibliography, is my guess. Oh
2: footnote a in good a guess. bibliography.
3: That's a good question. That's a good Very answer. Very smart. Uh, thought out.
2: Garen, is your is your hat a take on the Hamilton logo?
4: It is. It's a never-not-funny hat. And what's on top? Right? It's Jimmy on the star doing his pitch at the uh, White Sox game.
2: <laughs> great. Thank you.
3: That is a <laughs> silhouette of me in my final... Uh, I had just thrown the first pitch at the baseball game. Here, let me, I'll get the real one. Yeah, here's
2: the real one. Oh, yeah, thing yeah. Thing. Matt's in the office. By <laughs> the way, that's I a great gonna... story. You will be hearing from Lynn manuel Miranda in the next hour. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, uh, I look forward to hearing from
2: them. <laughs> that's how you get them on the show. You get people to sue you. <laughs> <laughs> there's the. Uh, oh, that's great. Yeah. Can no I love. tell you something? There's there's been uh, a couple things that are. Uh, I preface this. I know how lucky I am and all that stuff. And I none of this is real life upset. But there's one or two things that were pretty cool that were supposed to come up that I had to cancel. And one was I was supposed to throw out the first pitch of the Dodgers game. Um, uh, whatever. And the other one was supposed to direct a movie. Now I can't do that. Uh, but, um, uh, the Dodgers one for me, I was, I've never been so nervous. And it was like a month away. Were you insanely nervous?
3: I was very nervous. I was very, very nervous. Uh, but yeah. can I, and again, I know the listeners sick of this too. Can I give you the best piece of advice that I was given? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, I was up in the, I was meeting the broadcast team the day I was doing it and, and just chit chatting. And they introduced me to Ed Farmer who sadly just passed away uh, within the last month not not, hey. from, co- not from covid he had uh, uh, uh natural causes but um he um uh they said hey this is jimmy pardo he's here with conan uh he's gonna be throwing out the first pitch today and he said uh don't think of it as the first pitch think of it as the first toss he said if you think you're just playing catch with your dad you're not gonna miss Everybody tries to throw a strike and then they yeah. look like a fool. But if you yeah, just people try to lift throw up their it, leg and
2: really go for it, like they get in the real pitcher stand.
3: Yeah. So he said, if you just try to throw it towards the catcher, you're going and to. And sure enough, as I walked out to the mound, that put me at ease. And I ended up throwing a pitch that would be if you were a left handed batter, was just a little bit inside. You still uh, got the zone. I got the zone. I was very happy with it. Oh, and, I, uh, I can't wait. And, and so that was. Because, trust me, had I not run into Ed Farmer, I would have tried to throw a pitch and, and probably would have looked like, uh, uh, you know, what are the people that throw it directly into the ground. Who's the rapper? Uh, 50 Cent. 50
2: Cent. Mm-hmm. Who, he did not have a good pitch.
3: Oh, it's horrible. It's, it's embarrassingly bad. Him, Baba Bowie. Uh, there's that one newswoman. Uh, I would have been on a compilation had <laughs> I not gotten this great advice med farmer uh elliot let's check in with the ass novel himself over there at video village hello uh elliot give me your trivia question answer please
1: all right so uh i i don't know the answer uh just going by dissecting the word for the for some reason miasma came into my head so my my call is word salad word salad so a bunch of unrelated words
3: a mm, bunch of unrelated oh, words that, that means a bunch of unrelated words yeah, like that's that. my
1: guess i'm probably wrong but that's my guess yeah.
3: that's a great answer if we're playing <laughs> great answer, yeah. right uh we check in with the honcho matt belknap he's up there in uh, uh upper left is that how it's going to look elliot Is he going to be upper left where's uh, he going to be i'm
0: de- actually i'm dead center in my frame but i don't know what that does for you
3: yeah you're right here for me
0: <laughs>
1: okay Right. Uh, Matt will be in the upper right for the viewer
3: <laughs> I see, so upper right So Matt, give me uh, your answer for uh, well, smia. I I, uh, I
0: interpreted those words uh, Meaning in my library Literally, which would mean uh, It's, you're you're saying this is a It's a, like similar to what Garen was saying It's a footnote to my own prior work
2: That's brilliant Oh, that, th- oh uh, I like that Yeah, it's great because Biblioteca basically means library, library Yeah, yeah what a great call! It's not gonna going to to, be
0: right, but it sounds cool. Doesn't it? it sounds so It does cool. sound
1: like a way of not being a dick. Because if you're if you're referencing other people's work, that's just in in your biography. But then if you're referencing yourself, you're like, look, I know this is my book. Yeah. But I I felt like I had to reference it. Yeah.
3: Uh, ben Schwartz is here. Ben's got the three specials over there on Netflix: uh, Middle Ditch and Schwartz. He's the Schwartz of the two uh ben uh, our time is running out so give me your uh, your trivia answer sir
2: i wrote something god or bible like a religious experience all right uh, but now after hearing smarter people talk
3: <laughs> yeah well, i don't i i, I think everybody doesn't a guess. it doesn't matter <laughs> it's yeah, not no, gonna no, make yeah. a difference <laughs> all right my guess is and again i know there's an actual word but my brain won't give it to me uh, just the chapter list chapter oh. list
4: what is well, that called?
3: Table of contents. Table of contents. That's what. That's my answer. Table of contents. Maybe it oh, yeah. a fancy t- word for sure. table of contents. That's uh, that's what I'm getting at. Certainly from the Bible. Because uh, I also thought, uh, is it uh, biblical in nature? Is it about the ark?
2: I can't wait to find out. Who has the real answer?
3: I do. Right here. Sealed. Um
2: Can I post it? Oh, my favorite part of the show, when Jimmy puts on his glasses. You're
3: welcome. <laughs> here we go. Palabans. It's not Palabans. Here's your no. answer. <laughs> interesting boy oh boy I, i'll tell you right now nobody's right okay um the smell of a good book oh the smell of a
0: good oh book. like anosmia means you can't smell so yeah. bibliosmia oh the smell of a good book. It, oh, i love that
3: you know, I made the mistake of telling my son to make these a little bit harder because we have those two easy ones in a row, and now this is... Uh, <laughs> yeah, last week and this week. Yeah, yeah he kicked us in the balls two weeks in a row. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all right, let's find out what everybody bet. bet uh, ben, Damn. what'd you bet? One dollar. One. One. One, so he has 24 remaining, correct?
1: Yeah, that's probably going to be the win.
3: Yeah, I think so, too. Garen?
1: I bet uh, 16.
3: Wow.
4: Oh I'm uh, sorry, eighteen. I wanted an even forty. Eighteen.
3: Boy. Right? You're a uh, you're not a boy, you're not a man, you're eighteen. Uh Elliot.
2: <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. Wow, you guys are so confident in yourselves. No,
3: it's just it I'm I'm
1: playing the game versus like I said, versus Matt as far as trying to trying to win this versus so what he's gonna
3: do. Matt
2: is the smartest person here. He does get these right a lot.
3: He does get these right a lot. Uh, do I think he's the smartest in the room? I do not, but I <laughs> uh, he does do the great job with the trivia. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, do I think I'm the smartest? No, probably come in fourth, fifth. <laughs> um, even when it's just the four mind. of us, you come in fifth.
2: <laughs>
3: uh, I think, yeah, I'm not even on the list. I'm, I'm bubbling under, if they say on Billboard magazine. Uh, Matt, what did you bet? I bet seven. Uh I also bet seven. Wow. Okay. So, uh, so Ben, I'm going to uh, I'm going to Venmo you five dollars. At this some is point. what I want
2: you to do, if possible. Yes, I want you to take. So, how much do I get? Twenty five or just five? Five. Oh, no mind. <laughs> I was going to say, give the five bucks to Matt's kid for his birthday. If it was 25 bucks. <laughs> give him five nice. bucks and say it's from all of us. All right, Matt. Uh, Memo so, uh, it to Matt's kid. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's so nice. Charlie
3: gets $5 Love here, it. courtesy yeah. of Ben Schwartz. That's what you can do when you're in show business like that, right? $5. <laughs> you blow your nose oh, a 5 billion. bill.
2: crazy? Ah, look at this. This is a cup from Ikea. I probably do need the money. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> i like
2: not able to work right now. Uh, ben, thank you for joining us a pleasure as always third time fourth time third yeah, time
3: yeah, but uh you're always you're welcome a lot more than you show up uh i i, I know that uh, you've been very very busy uh, but uh lucky to have had you here today and hope to have you back in soon in the actual studio
2: before i leave if you don't mind yes garen give it to me baby <laughs> i gave it to you with
3: biblio mia
4: i can't talk <laughs> biblio's mia
2: That'll do
3: it. All right. <laughs> yes, me, <yeah>. uh, on <laughs> behalf of the pop culture news, that's Garren Cockrell, the the Ass Elliot Hooper, the Honcho Matt Belknap, our friend Ben Schwartz. I'm Jimmy Pardo. Uh, stay safe out there, everybody. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK47, gone, not forgotten.